0: Five letters, head of city government.
1: Dad! Dad! I just saw something on TV! Just a minute, Willie. It's me!
0: I T S M
1: E. Dad! They just said on TV
2: that Mrs. Dink's running against you for mayor! Huh? Oh, don't worry, son. It's just another one of those election things. They happen every once in a while. Bunch of hoopla for a couple of weeks, and then at the end, I'm still the mayor. But you'll know how it
0: is once you're mayor. You do have political aspirations, don't you, my boy?
1: Huh? Ask for what You know, running for office. Hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. I even just got nominated for something at school. That's great. President? Mm, no. Vice president? Uh-uh. Treasurer? Oh, yeah, that's it.
0: The class treasurer. Treasurer.
1: Hmm. Well, that's a start. Your
0: first foray into the political arena. <sighs> I know. I'll put my election committee behind you. We'll take your opponent by storm.
1: Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Nick, Nick, Nick,
3: Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Uh, good evening, my fellow gut buckets. This is Big Orange Couch. The 90s Nickelodeon Podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tim. And w- this is episode 190. We're
2: talking our Nickelodeon cabinets.
1: <laughs> it's it's
3: uh, presidential fever.
2: Yeah, it's hitting.
3: <laughs> uh, we got a new president last month. He's doing his cabinet picks, and it just all kind of seemed like maybe we should uh try this with nickelodeon characters.
2: Yeah, I think it was a fun exercise.
3: Yeah, how did you guys feel about it once you jumped into it? It was a
1: challenge. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Like you uh, how, how how long did it take you? So for me, the night that you guys asked me to do it, I pretty much immediately it was just like all right like I'll like I'll write out all the uh, positions and I feel like a lot of them fell into place pretty quickly and also a lot of them I felt could have easily had multiple answers. And then there's a handful where it's, such you know, the average Nickelodeon character may not lend itself as well to certain cabinet positions, whereas some, it felt like they were in excess. I also feel like I learned a little bit more about the way our cabinet works, just because, um... I mean, I certainly was not as familiar with, for example, like the Secretary of the Interior, what they do.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Andrew, did you have uh, some familiarity here? Did you, did you learn some things? Uh, yeah,
2: most of these I didn't know exactly what they did. Uh, yeah, so, and um, I don't know if you came up with these descriptions uh, or where you got these for us.
3: I think most of them I pulled from a site that was like for kids, no. like, yeah, like <laughs> like learn about the cabinet for kids. Yeah, well, that's appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it
2: does make it a little easier having it summed up in like two sentences rather than a whole wikipedia article on all the specifics. Yeah. Ones.
3: Yeah. And and before before we reveal our picks for each cabinet, I'll I'll um I'll summarize uh real fast so the people out there kind of know yeah. what that job would entail so that hopefully the character that we've picked makes more sense.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: Um, how was it, how important was it for you to have, I guess what we'd call a diverse cabinet, not, not just like, um, race, but, uh, gender. And did you, did you, uh, take that into consideration at all?
1: For me, I feel like gender and racial diversity sort of, it fell into place on its own. And it was certainly something that, um, was on my mind, especially, in our current administration and, um, the administration prior to the previous one, it was certainly more of a talking point about having, um, more than just white men, um, as part of the group. But at the same time, I feel like nineties Nickelodeon had such a diverse array of players to begin with that it certainly wasn't anything I needed to go out of my way to try and, um, make sure that there were more women or more people of color if anything i feel like the diversity was just trying to not pick from the same two or three classic shows
3: right yeah that's a great point did, did you did you find that difficult andrew not to like rely on the same show uh sort of i
2: mean i i had it in my head from the beginning that I didn't want my entire cabinet
1: to be Pete and Pete uh, characters. So, <laughs> and just the, you know, just I, the
0: citizens of Wellsville. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I'm calling it now I, if we have all three of the same for any one thing I'm guessing it's Secretary of Transportation.
2: Mm, yeah, you may be right.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say um, I'd be interested to hear an alternative to what I had, but I feel like as soon as I thought of Secretary of Transportation, there was literally just one character I felt like it could be.
3: <laughs> well, I, I have to admit, I did. I did try to like swerve on some of these where I, you know, I, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I tried to like push the boundaries a little bit since I, you know, I figured this is just kind of a fun thing anyway. Uh, yeah. oh, so I somebody, got a hot take or two. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, some, some of mine are extremely stupid, but those are the ones I'm most excited to talk about. Uh, Um, (laughs) I I went pretty
2: serious like
3: if this was
2: going to be my cabinet tomorrow um, I'd be okay with it
3: I mean (laughs) they're all Ferguson Uh, um, we we did get feedback from uh, some of our listeners too so we'll share some of their picks on uh, each cabinet member Uh, see if they line up. It will be, it'd be cool if we had a certain pick where all three of us had it, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll, we'll Mm -hmm. see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, I am someone who desperately, I mean, I love history and I love, uh, studying presidential history. I've, I've read a biography on every president, um, up to Obama and, uh, you know, the cabinet is, you know, just for a little background here, the cabinet has always existed. So George Washington created his own cabinet, though it's not a constitutional thing. Like the, there's nothing in the Constitution that says the president has to have a cabinet, though the president yeah. has the power to appoint and then the Senate has the power to approve. So Washington, knowing that like he actually was not um, a very savvy politician, kind of just came up with this thing. Um where he, you know, like just, I think there was only three uh, department heads. There was Secretary of State with um, Jefferson, Secretary of Treasury with Hamilton, and Secretary of War, which is now Defense, with um, Henry Knox, and then he had John Adams as his Vice President, and so uh, he just kind of knew he needed to surround himself with people who uh, could help better help inform him. And then the cabinet has grown since. Uh, it serves in the function that if, you know, the president was killed and the vice president was killed, it kind of works its way down the line of these are the people in the line of succession uh, to take over the presidency, uh, but also run their respective departments. Um, so uh, just a little background there. for uh, Very people. good. Very interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly why people tuned in. Um well, uh, there's a lot of cabinet jobs, plus we're doing vice president and president. So should should we start uh, digging into our cabinets? Let's do it. We'll kick off. I'll give the description here. We'll kick off with the Secretary of Agriculture. Um, you may know this department by its shortened name, the USDA. The USDA plays an important role in overseeing farming and our food. They make sure that our food is safe and properly grown and prepared. They also make sure that our lands are protected and that farmers can successfully grow food to feed the nation.
2: Yeah. Well, um, as far as I was concerned, once this name entered my head, I was like, this is it. This is the only choice. Uh, Lucy, the ranch hand on the barnum. Um, Very good. I just, uh, You know, she's outside all the time. She has some knowledge of this type of thing. Um, And she's no nonsense, frankly. Um, I just think she would be an effective person in this role. Um, And I can rely on her probably not to screw things up.
3: (laughs) An important quality. Yeah. Does Lucy have a last
2: name? I don't think so. I didn't uh I, I did look to see.
3: So I don't I think, think so either. Busy. Lucy of Barnon fame. She is a woman of the land. Yeah. Um yeah, I like it. Strong pick. Um, I should say that we'll have people vote on Instagram. Um right. so we'll have our three picks and then we people can kind of go with who they think is the strongest uh pick pick for each position.
1: Love
3: it. <laughs> Tim, who did you have for Secretary of Agriculture?
1: Uh, I went with, is it Forsman or Forsberg? Teddy Forsberg from uh, Pete and Pete. I can't remember if it's Forsman or... It is Forsman. Yeah, Yeah, Forsman, yeah. I had him um, (laughs) for two reasons. Largely, um, he seemed very at home in the X equals Y episode, um, dealing with poultry and eggs. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: He did the little thing where he... um, was trying to figure out the answer to an algebra problem and um, for some reason went to a real farm. And um, he seemed very content there. And also, um, I was impressed with his knowledge of corn, also known as maize, in the Trouble (laughs) with Teddy episode.
3: And I I think he'd take the job really seriously.
1: I mean, you could say that for pretty much any of these positions. I feel like he takes everything he does very seriously. I mean, look at his sport of choice.
3: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, Wow, yeah, Teddy's a great pick.
2: Yeah, never saw it coming,
3: but I like the uh, reasoning. Yeah, I do too. I'm excited so far. You guys are, you guys are going outside the box. I like it.
1: I'd actually thought about Hey Dude for agriculture as well, but, um, I don't want to spoil anything that may come up later in my choices. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The, the bar none just kind of attracts cabinet type
1: folk. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a a meet, a real meeting of the minds.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Well for my, I, I just did a little, uh, I like, I wrote a little kind of presidential blurb for, um, each of my picks. Um, so I'll just read these here. Uh, so my pick for secretary of agriculture is farmer, extremely unhelpful, uh, known, known primarily as the scarecrow from the adventures of Pete and Pete in yellow fever. Uh, he was cruel. He was cruelly named by Stu Benedict, but this farmer isn't unhelpful. He simply refuses to be bullied. Let's face it, he knows more about our farmlands than any other Nick character. Based on the cornfields of Wellsville, I have no doubt that Farmer Extremely Unhelpful knows the ins and outs of our farming needs. When confronted with outraged citizens like Bus Driver Stu, Farmer Extremely Unhelpful keeps his cool, not buckling to pressure. Mr. Unhelpful is the only true choice to lead the Department of Agriculture.
2: Jeez. Well, uh, he definitely had the, the most well-reasoned argument. Um, I'm not sure I agree with it fully, but, uh, you know, interesting choice.
1: Well, in terms of diversity, he may be the only um, inanimate object yeah. on the list.
0: That
3: very yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I will say he's the only non-breathing thing in my cabinet. So,
1: Well, that's all right. It's <laughs> 21st century.
3: Like, like you guys, like, I don't know why, but that one just popped right in my head. I'm like a farmer, extremely unhelpful. Uh, so uh, I just, I, I knew it was stupid, but I stuck with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other picks. Um, so uh, Abel and Brooks both picked Heifer. Marley and Quincy both picked Mr. Green from Hey Arnold. Um, Justin, Double J and Ethan all picked ZZ Ziff from Salute Your Shorts um alex zach brett vince all picked stinky peterson um other picks uh Hasbaum picked eliza thornberry jesse picked ed Bighead. uh bubblegum joey picked ed from good burger matt picked dr vink Allie uh picked don wrigley he knows how to maintain a perfect lawn uh logan picked mr tasty josh picked mr dink uh nostalgia society picked janet darling Amy Marie picked yeah. Nigel Thornberry. Um, Amar picked Emmett Pickles and Ryan T- Tyler Reed picked SpongeBob.
2: Wow. Uh, yeah, those were good. Um, yeah. I, I was very close to picking ZZ for that, but yeah, yeah. but I do really yeah, like, uh, I like Janet Darling in particular. Yeah. Good one.
3: Yeah. No, I, I like, um, Zizi makes a lot of sense here too.
1: Yeah, Zizi is another person who I feel could honestly fit in with most of these, just because she is such a intelligent and like warm-hearted person that yeah. she would be really a good fit for anything that's not directly related to violence. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, agriculture. Uh, we have uh, Lucy. Um, Teddy Forsman and Farmer Extremely Unhelpful Shall we move to Attorney General Yep, Uh, I know
2: you guys are going to like This one Um, (laughs) (laughs) Attorney General is Dottie From Wienerville (laughs) (laughs) Love it Uh, She seems like She was the closest thing that I Could come up with to A uh, lawyer Type character um i mean maybe you guys came up with something better but um and she's also in charge of the whole wienerville uh staff and she's been mayor so she's kind of like familiar with this stuff political stuff and uh she's used to wrangling um all these weirdos in the studio so it's like a similar task it seems like
3: yeah i I should mention, uh, attorney general. They represent the United States in legal matters, supervise and direct the administration on the operations of the offices, boards, divisions, and bureaus that compromise the departments. Um, so yeah, you need a legal mind here. Yeah, um, and I think Dottie's got it. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, she's really she really carries the weight of Wienerville. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, for Attorney General, this this was a hard one for me, and I ended up going with Doug Funny. Um Largely, in a real-world situation, maybe he would not be the absolute best AG, um, because he's honest <laughs> to a fault. But at the same time, um, coming out of the last administration, I think we could certainly... Handle a few more truly honest lawyers, if there is such a thing, and um, you know maybe he wouldn't excel in a way that a lot of people expect an attorney general do, but he would be um, nothing if not honest. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, I mean he's a he, he's reflective. You know what I mean? He's a he's a true thinker, which I think you need in that job.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean I would never choose him to be. In more of a leadership role, but if he's being (laughs) directed by proper leadership, then I mean, I I would just expect him to do his job thoroughly and also to do it honestly, which is um, probably a quality that's been lacking in attorney generals, generally speaking.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: All- Allie agreed with you as well. She said he would be fair and honest, and also it could be an opportunity to f- for him to add um one of his other little fantasy characters to um to the mix. So <laughs> it would be like Race Cannon and Quail Man. Uh, what's this like special agent that he does? Smash
3: Adams, <laughs>
1: Smash <laughs> Adams, and then I don't know, like some. Yeah. Some play on words for a previous attorney general. Uh, I'm not coming. I don't have one off the top of my tongue right now, but yeah, I could see that being one of his alter egos.
3: Doug, Doug holder or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, my attorney general, I went with, uh, and I wonder if she'll come up again, but we'll, I guess we'll see. Uh, I nominated Shelby Wu. Oh. Um, She has dedicated her life to investigating crimes, small, obscure, and significant. Miss Wu has a nose for legal matters and has been digging her heels in since her teenage years. In her four four years working in justice, she has not let one case slip through her grasp. Capable doesn't even begin to describe my belief in Miss Wu. And uh, she is my nomination to be the nation's attorney general.
2: Hmm. Uh, That's a good one.
1: I... Didn't she was actually my close call wow okay for two two positions but um specifically for ag yeah
3: you didn't consider
1: Andrew.
2: uh no i just didn't know where to put her i mean i, I guess that's a good choice i just you know. yeah. i
1: feel like if we did press secretary that she would be mm. a shoe in for that <laughs> given her um She's always sort of like presenting things in yeah. a like police blotter way, and I feel like um, she would be very good at um, taking the facts and then regurgitating them to the general public.
3: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She does a lot of exposition. Um, yeah. Other picks here: uh, Ethan and Logan picked Arnold. Uh, Ryan Jordan, Ryan and Jordan picked Phoebe from Hey Arnold. Uh, Katie. Hasbomb, bubblegum Joey, Vince, Amy Marie, Amar all Whoa. picked Charlotte Pickles. Wow. Ooh. Um Charlotte was another one who's yeah. gonna get a lot of love. Phoebe too. Um and I get Charlotte. She makes I think she makes sense. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Um Quincy picked Ugg. Zach picked Bob Pataki. Brooks picked Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh Alexandra picked Inspector 34. Um, Abel mm. picked Ren. Justin picked Keenan Brett picked Helga Bubble, uh, Bubblegum Joey also picked Big Pete Matt picked Lieutenant William Jesse picked um, Ferguson Darling uh, already dressed for the job um, Marley picked Drew Pickles um, mm. Brooks picked Pinsky and Nostalgia Society picked Mark Summers
2: mm. yeah that's good yeah. Mark Summers.
3: Um, but I, I do think, I, I think Charlotte Pickles made a, a whole bunch of sense. Yeah, that does. Uh, and she was a lawyer on the show, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, is she, I don't know if she was. A, uh, is,
1: I always got the impression that she was in business, but um, she was very much the embodiment of the quote, go, go 90s. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All
3: right. Well, you guys ready to move past Attorney General? Yep. Well, that means next is uh, Secretary of Commerce. This department works on promoting the nation's economy. They do this by running programs that help technological innovation, supporting business and industry, and issuing patents and trademarks. The Department of Commerce also assists in in international trade agreements and runs our telecommunications and technical policies. Yeah. um, Actually, this was a pretty tough one for me, and I'm Still not sold, but we'll see what
2: you guys think. I picked Mr. Krabs. Ah, um, yes. <laughs> he seemed just like, um, you know, he's business savvy, uh, but he owns a small, a really small business. So I just kind of like that. Like he has that in mind probably. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I guess I just wanted him here instead of like maybe, um, secretary of treasury or something because uh, I don't necessarily want him in charge of money with the way he is, but I think it would lend itself to this position. Uh, Also he's always kind of screwing around with new technologies and stuff. So I feel like he's kind of, that's in his mind. Um, Yeah. And this is like, he's so serious about this stuff that I just think this would be the job for him. Uh, he would take it seriously uh, without getting lost in the money.
3: <laughs> yeah. You don't want to tempt him. You don't want to tempt him too hard.
1: Yeah. 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 Commerce is a nice balance. Yeah. Cause he won't be dealing with the money directly.
3: Yeah. Right. Be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. R- Ryan, Ryan also picked uh, Mr. Krabs. Nice. Yeah. On
2: the same page.
1: So, I went with um, Mr. Robert Budnick of Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> um, I feel like he is the sort of um, young teenager who may be misguided as a youth, but uh, is clearly an intelligent person, and like hopefully that fictional character came around a little bit as he aged a little bit but uh i mean at the end of the day like he was always wheeling and dealing um he had money making operations that as a child i mean i i was just thrilled with the idea that when i go to summer camp there very well may be a guy who has a candy dealer <laughs> who's going and like yeah. filling up hollowed logs in the middle of the night um but yeah. i mean just it, so many subplots involve him Attempting to monetize things or to privatize things. And, um, you know, for better or worse, that would make a good secretary of commerce. Yeah, absolutely.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Justin had him as well. And um, I had I had him originally. I kept bouncing back and forth. I ultimately didn't go with him. But I mean, for every reason you said he makes sense for the role. Um, I don't know if he's ethical enough but uh, maybe he grows into that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, that's the downside to Budnick, but uh, I, I do think that's a very good pick. I like the idea of him being in the mix.
3: Um, so I didn't go with, I didn't go with Budnick and I, I still don't feel the best about this, um, but this pick was also shared by Brett and Hasbaum. I ultimately went with stew pickles. Mm. Um Stu pickles once said the mind must be free to create with years of business invention and industry under his belt Stu pickles is a man who can provide a clear vision for our nation's businesses never discouraged by failure mr pickles balanced the life of an entrepreneur with that of a family man with a head full of ideas a can-do attitude Stu will lead our nation's industries to prosperity the pickles way when I spoke to his son, Tommy, he said, a Pickles has to do what a Pickles has to do. And his dad will do it. I have no doubt, and I congratulate Stu Pickles on his nomination as Secretary of Commerce. Yeah, there I like you know. it. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's an inventor. He's kind of, you know, his head's kind of in that space a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah I, that that makes sense to me. Um, I think you could argue that maybe he doesn't appear to be the most business minded person um, mm-hmm. <laughs> within his yeah. role as like an inventor, but at yeah. the same time, um, a, that doesn't mean, I mean, he, he's more, in fo- he's more focused on the toys than the money. I suppose that doesn't yeah. mean he doesn't have it in him to um, look at the bigger picture a little bit more.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, yeah, that's definitely the optimi- you know, It's an optimistic pick. I don't expect the Senate to approve it. Um, You know, we might have to come back to the board for Mr.
0: Krabs.
3: (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Other picks included uh, Quincy picked Clarissa. Abel picked Little Pete. um, Bubblegum Joey picked Sandy Cheeks. Matt picked Mr. Poe. Ethan picked Sponge. Logan picked Phoebe. uh, Marley picked Montana Max from Tiny Toons. I guess that could work. Hmm. Uh, as like you know, a uh, what do you call that? Uh, acquired you know, acquired, yeah. Uh, Bob Pataki from Vince Nostalgia Society picked Charlotte Pickles, Amy Murray picked Jimmy Neutron, and Jordan picked Mr. Dink.
2: Nice, I I can't believe I didn't think of Sponge. Uh, I'll just um, spoil it for any position.
3: You, I just, I mean, like... he's another one that really could you could just throw him anywhere, they, yeah. No
1: doubt. Yeah, I he was—he was my close call for at least two cabinets.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trusted. You know, if someone resigns, you know, then you got Sponge in the wings.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, up on that. but realistically, Sponge seems like he probably went like a Ferguson route, politically speaking. Right,
3: right. A little. You mean conservative?
1: well i mean beyond conservative (laughs) yeah i I mean very conservative sponge just seems like like i mean he would have been ripe for being um enticed into some sort of militant right-wing group that told him that he was better than the rest despite the fact that he has been bullied his whole life should
3: we confirm now that sponge and ferguson stormed the capitol <laughs>
1: Ooh, see, Sponge would—I think Sponge would be the person instigating others to do it, and Ferguson would be um, simple enough that he would actually do it. Yeah,
3: Sponge's Q from Q and uh, Sponge
1: is Sponge's like in the movie American History, X like the guy's <laughs> pulling the strings behind all the skinheads.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, kid, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You just—that's yeah, just a different way of saying the same thing. <laughs>
3: Within the spectrum of this podcast, we've compared now uh, Sponge to Harry Potter and to a Nazi.
1: Well, Sponge compared himself to Harry Potter. That, that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, pretty, um, bold. pretty bold. Yeah, uh, sorry, Sponge man. I, I love the character, and I'm sorry if he was bullied um, on the show. And like, it, it sounds like that's debatable. But um, regardless of whether or not that's true, he certainly was not the original Harry Potter
3: no 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 foolish um all right let's keep rocking we're going to secretary of defense this department mm-hmm. provides the military uh, that defends um our country the things it needs and, and it includes uh army navy and air force it is headquartered in the pentagon in arlington virginia the department of defense is the government's largest agency
2: um yeah uh I went with the grumble on this one. Wow. Um, I think that <laughs> what I like about him is that he's um, he's tough, but he has like a moral compass. Like he seems to know what's good for his students. Um, he never really like, he punishes them, but he doesn't um, do it unfairly. Um, and I think that I don't know I think he has like all the right um, traits to do this job well like he's going to be tough on people but he's got that soft side to him
0: you
3: know? yeah that's a uh, boy that did not cross my mind for defense but uh, very sound reasoning well thanks I, I feel <laughs> I feel solid about that pick weirdly yeah <laughs> I think I think I think countries would you know hesitate to cross him. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Plus, he potentially yeah. has an underground uh, group of monsters to deploy uh, at
3: his will, maybe <laughs> insurrectionists. Yes, <laughs> uh, love it. What do you got, Tim?
1: All right, so up until we started this i had like s- still two options for defense and um i'm making my final decision now which is arnold from hey arnold mm-hmm. which there's a couple reasons why um one i was always impressed with the level of like customized devices that he had in his bedroom which to me like like largely they had to deal with privacy and security and things like that and um so clearly he was a defense-minded person but also he's very non-reactionary so um he would be a secretary of defense who is actually focusing on defense and not some sort of um offhanded attempt at actually being an offense um he would truly be just interested in defending and not expanding outward and uh I'm not like an isolationist or anything, but um, I definitely don't believe in like expanding warfare across the globe. And uh, I have a feeling Arnold wouldn't either. (laughs) Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, definitely safe to say. I think you're
3: going, you're going um, almost the opposite route as Andrew here. You're going a little more like, um, not pacifist, but you know, someone calmer.
1: Well, and just... Briefly, like I will say, my initial gut feeling was donkey lips because <laughs> he, d- he was so passionate about that, um, captured the flag battle. Um, and also, I do feel like he's the sort of person who probably, as he gets older, maybe he would like come into his own a little bit uh, more. But at the very least, he's somebody who I imagine, if given a chance to excel, would excel. Right. Um, and he just came off as a character who never really just got even enough credit to be put in that position. But yeah. that said, he he wanted to be an attacker during Capture the Flag, mm-hmm. not a defender. So <laughs> I had to nix him because of that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I I, I I like the i like the Arnold pick, and uh, Donkey Lips would have been fun as well. But um, we'll have three very different picks here um, between hmm. between the three of us. Uh, my pick was also shared by Ali Logan, and the Nostalgia Society. Uh, and that is Artie, the strongest man in the world. Uh, when, I, when I asked Artie about his defense policy, he told me that he's he never lets the enemy smell his fear, that all is pipe, and that soon his, all his enemies will be melty, melty, melty. I was blown away by this. Artie is a dedicated public servant. Whose very reason for being is to protect and defend. While his record is unclear and his experience mysterious, we believe Artie will always put the children of this nation first and protect them with every ounce of energy he has, for truly he is the strongest man in the world. Um, there he is. Yeah, I
2: like that. Uh, I briefly considered that, but.
1: Um... Artie's not passing any background checks. <laughs>
3: i'm not sure Artie knows his background
1: no no probably not
3: <laughs> yeah no i don't know if any of my picks are getting through the senate maybe shelby Woo gets through the senate uh but uh yeah you know it's just a it's a fun pick i you know immediately when i thought of like a someone who defends and protects i thought of Artie. Hmm. um you know I, 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 I giggle at the thought of him, like, you know, leading the troops in his blue and red uh, shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <year>. <laughs> Other picks. Uh, Quincy had Big Bob Pataki. Uh, Alexandra had Angelica Pickles. That's kind of a good one. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um, Hasbaum had the uh, Arnold's Grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. Another good one. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, Justin had Milton Gooberry, Berry, uh, for my brother right. and me. Uh, Brett had Frank Moore from Are You Afraid to Do That uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, which I like that one a lot as well, yeah, Frank. That's good. Yeah, get Rock the Bandana. Um, um Bubblegum Joey had Gorgon von Strangle. Uh Nickelodeon stuff had Kirk Fogg. Uh Ethan had Keenan's Dad. Um uh Laura Marie had Stoop Kid, which is a good one. Uh although he may be a little um I don't know. Statistic. Yeah, maybe two set in his ways. Uh Marley uh had Ren Hoke. Uh Vince had really big man. Um Amy Marie had Plankton. Uh and Ryan uh had Helga Pataki. Mm-hmm. Any of those stand out?
1: Kirk Fogg is a great pick. Um, <laughs> yeah. largely because of the um I mean, you'd be able to make great use of the expression Fog of War. Um, (laughs) Secretary Fog. So if we're making, like, pun-based decisions, I think Kirk Fog is as solid as he can get.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's a great pick. I like Grandma uh, from Arnold, and I like Angelica, too. I think those are good.
2: Yeah,
1: a lot of good ones. Angelica is solid.
3: Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's move to our Department of Education. Uh, this promotes national education and works to keep America competitive and to make sure that the education that education is available to everyone. The department works closely with the states to place financial aid and help where needed the most. There's a lot of options, I think. Here,
2: uh, a lot of options, but. I feel so definitively good about mine that I don't even think it really needs an explanation. Um, okay. I chose Linda Ellerby. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right.
2: Uh, come on. <laughs> you no know, explanation, huh? I mean, she's dedicated her entire life to education. <laughs> uh, effectively Yeah. Yeah. better than her, I don't think.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're with Ryan again. Ryan picked Linda.
2: Perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, not what I picked, but now that you're saying it, like, it's clearly just an oversight because that makes absolute sense. But also, Linda Ellerby sort of has the benefit of being like a level headed adult being herself rather than having to be a zany character. So she maybe yeah. has like. An advantage over almost anyone else on Nickelodeon because she was coming at it from like a seer- semi serious point of view. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, now I feel less good about mine. I um, I chose um, Edwin, um, Susie Carmichael's brother from oh. uh, Rugrats. <laughs> I don't know. Um, mostly because, I mean, he's, he's a very educated person. And um, if my cabinet was lacking one element of diversity that was necessary it was definitely um animated babies (laughs) and um i remember just as a child i I was a very nerdy child um i mean i guess i'm a nerdy adult now but uh i was always so amazed when they showed his bedroom which is like essentially like the library from beauty and the beast um (laughs) And yeah, I mean, he's, he's a very bright young man. I'm sure he uh, was even smarter when he came to adulthood. And I think he'd be a great, uh, secretary of education, nice. Perfect. maybe not a Linda Ellerby person. <laughs> no, person. Sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I also had Linda Ellerby, uh, wow. so we're, <laughs> I think our first overlap here, yeah. um, Miss LRB started as an American journalist who is most known for several jobs, including her, uh, her work in Washington, D.C. as NBC News uh, correspondent. Um, of course, she also worked on uh, Nick News. Um, she was awarded, uh, recognized by the jurors of the DuPont Columbia Awards as possibly the best written and most intelligent news programmer ever. That's a quote. <laughs> Uh, she has spent over three decades educating our youth. She has worked with people in every field from science, politics, history, in- entertainment, mathematics, literature, and more. Her voice is one of calm and reason, of enlightenment and truth. Miss Ellerbee may not have been in a classroom over the years, but her public service of educating our children through current news makes her a valuable resource to the education department.
1: Yeah love it. Yeah. Did you say she worked for the Times before she worked for Nickelodeon?
3: She worked uh as the Washington DC correspondent for NBC News.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Th- but that's still it's amazing that she chose to work in um like children's news media. Like obviously that was a conscious choice for her if she's <laughs> yeah. like, stepping down from something so prestigious. Um right. that's really impressive.
3: Yeah. Yeah, she's Pretty pretty accomplished. I I wonder. What, I'm guessing she's just retired now because I you know I haven't really heard from her in a long time. Hmm. Um, hmm. But yeah. So LRB. Uh, do and, I hear an interview in your future? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that but be I, I, I I would I wouldn't put money on it. And I also is probably a big get. <laughs> she, she's uh, she's a big get, and I'm also. I already am, like, weary of our interview skills, but, like, to interview someone who's, like, an actual journalist, she'd probably be, like, sitting with her hand on her forehead, like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: This is what what came of all my lessons. (laughs) This is, yeah, this is what it all came to. Um, Maybe
1: she'll interview you guys for some sort of, like, Disney retrospective. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nickelodeon retrospective, but, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, book us, Linda. Um other picks, has bomb and bob picked Janet Darling. That was my the first person I was kind of toying with there, which makes sense. Um Quincy, Zach, Bubblegum Joey, Amy Marie, Jordan, and Brett all picked Mr. Simmons uh from Ooh, yes. Arnold. Uh Alexandra picked Miss Fingerwood from Pete yeah. Uh Justin picked uh Skeeter Valentine. Uh Brett picked Sponge from Slee Shorts. Um, Matt picked Mrs. Dodds. Ethan picked Principal Pimpel. <laughs> uh, Laura, Laura Marie picked Phoebe from Hey Arnold. Logan picked Miss Wingo from Doug. Um, Marley picked Dee Dee Pickles. Vince picked Principal Butt Savage from Doug. <laughs> uh, Nostalgia Society picked Jerry Layborn. And Amar picked Oblina. Good picks. Yeah, I like them. Uh, yeah, I education the did. Sorry. education oh, did
2: God, a, lot, a lot of uh,
3: contenders. Yes, big time contenders. Um, all right, uh, that's education. So that means we're moving on to the Department of Energy. Uh, the Department of Energy, the DOE, works to advance the national economic and energy security of the United States. It helps to find new sources of clean, reliable energy through helping with scientific research and innovation. Who we got for Secretary of Energy?
2: Um, This was another one I thought that was pretty tough uh, to nail down, somebody who really fit that role. Um, But I finally landed on Bud Dink. Um, (laughs) I I just think, you know, he's... uh, kind of surrounded with technology and uh seems to be aware of the world around him kind of i just think like this would be a good place for him for his particular skills um over anybody else i guess but uh i i think um maybe his just the way that he's constantly tinkering with stuff i feel like he he'll have a mind to try to be improving the situation all the time which i think yeah it's probably important um so i give it to bud
3: yeah i kept playing with him in different spots um and i never i couldn't quite mm. just feel good anywhere uh even though he worked everywhere um yeah. so i like i like his inclusion here and, and this one makes sense
1: so for Secretary of Energy, I add um, Annie Mack of the Secret Whoa. World of Alex Mack, who is um, Annie's older brother for those fans who um, may not be super familiar with Alex Mack. Um, I just feel like, first up, she's another person who could probably excel in like easily four to six of these um, cabinet positions. But she is... Um, Proven to have excelled in pretty much every academic field, especially new sciences. I feel like she could bring a um, level of modern thought to the Department of Energy, but also not so modern that it's losing sight of what is practical because um, she was very much a practical character, um, maybe to a fault. Um, Her father was also a... um, potential for this role but i decided to go with annie because she is younger and has a much longer career ahead of her and we also probably don't need to keep on um putting so much stock in people over the age of 70s so.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah give the younger generation a shot um, yeah the nostalgia society also had annie mac
0: so you're not well, good alone. for them
3: <laughs> and uh i also had annie mac Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are you shocked, Andrew? <laughs> like crazy. No, no, that's a good, one. Uh, you know, through the tutelage of figures like Mr. Mack, Danielle, Atron, and Vince, uh, Annie Mac has become an <laughs> expert in the field of energy and its impact, both commercially and within her own family. Annie is a clear thinker, intensely interested in science and uh, innovative by her very nature. Originating from Paradise Valley, Miss Mac will bring her know-how to Washington D.C. and serve as a capable leader in the Energy Department. Yeah, uh, Annie Annie Mac, a no-brainer.
2: Yeah, very good
3: pick. I
2: briefly thought of Alex Mac, but I it, Annie didn't even pop into my head. But that's a much better pick. Um,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. a- Alex is just kind of like along for the ride. Like you know. <laughs> she's a good kid. <laughs> she's a good kid, you know couldn't happen to a better person yeah um yeah she's a good kid uh logan and brooks also had alex Mack. um justin and ali had sponge uh amar and hasbom and marley had al and moose leech from doug mm-hmm. um brett bubblegum joey ethan and vince had zz ziff from salute your shorts hmm. um Jess uh, Jesse McKee had Captain Compost Heap from uh, Recycle Rocco. (laughs) It's a good one. Uh, Rocco Ali had Rocco himself. Um, Josh had Danielle Atron. I love it. Um, Amy Marie had Norbit uh, of Angry Beavers. Um, Jordan uh, had Doug Funny, and Ryan had Sandy Cheeks. All good picks.
2: Yeah, very good.
3: All right, we are moving on to the Secretary of Health and Human Services. Uh, this department helps to keep America Americans healthy. It helps with administrating, administering Medicare and Medicaid. Some major agencies report into this department, including the Food and Drug Administration and the CDC. Uh, so who did you have uh, for Health and Human Services? Um, I picked
2: Telly Radford. Uh, oh I think that she's just got the kind of, um, passion that I want for this. Um, she's, I mean, like at some time she maybe comes a little heated and I think she'd probably lose a little bit of that anger as she got older. Um, but I think she really cares about, uh, the health of her fellow campers, at least along with herself. And I think, um, I think she'd just bring a certain energy to this role that
3: would be good for it. I think she's totally unqualified.
2: Well so are 95% <laughs> of the people on these lists. Except I mean, for
1: male. No, she's elderly. like a 16-year-old girl, so she probably <laughs> has a lot of time to get the qualifications yeah. under yeah. her belt.
3: Listen, I get I mean, I get it. I nominated a scarecrow, but I guess. I guess that's what I'm true. saying is, I don't even see the link between her and health and human services. Um,
1: she's she's very healthy. Yeah,
3: she's
2: the one that's always
1: active. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, okay. all she wants to do is play ball,
3: <laughs> not go to a ball.
1: Um, she doesn't like wearing those sissy dresses.
3: I, yeah, I guess. I all mean, right.
1: can't wait to hear what yours is
3: after this. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I got I got someone. Okay.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Tim? Uh so this was initially my secretary of education, but I decided to go with HHS for her. Um uh, Mrs. Darling, Janet Darling from Clarissa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's obviously the, the big running gag is that she's a very health oriented person. Um she's a very gentle and kind person who I imagine um, would be very interested in the social services that we provide as a nation. And I think that she'd be a good person dealing with that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Another, another person who just kind of works all over the map here. Um, you just Yeah. yeah her really? You, yeah. Brett Wilson also had her um, as his uh, health secretary. And it's a big moment. You need, you really need someone who can uh, step up to this moment.
0: Yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, um, I think I found that person. Um, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Jordan and Vince agree uh, as they picked her as well. Uh, that would be Doctor Lucille Carmichael uh, of, of Rugrats, um, Susie's mom. Uh, Doctor Carmichael is a wife and the mother of four children. Uh, she is a Harvard educated doctor. Whether playing piano, piloting commercial jets, cooking, making replica Tiffany lamps, conducting heart surgery, or delivering a child, you're in the best hands with Dr. Carmichael. Her years of medical practice, both in pediatrics and intensive units, will give our Department of Health a clear vision and leader. The good doctor should serve as a model to all young women endeavoring into health and sciences she will serve this country proudly and help us see our way through any health crisis dr Lucille carmichael yeah that's a strong pick um
1: you know is another um, legging tiffany lamps a um, big requirement for you to be the secretary of public Human services
3: <laughs> i'm just saying she's a woman of many talents can't be <laughs> yes, defined yes. can't can't be defined by one thing also knock off tiffany lamps i'm interested if anybody knows where i can get a good one
1: well, uh, this woman, <laughs> Lucille Carmichael.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there, there, was a couple, uh, there was a couple people I was going back and forth with. Was there any other health people you guys considered?
1: Uh, not in my notes listed off right now. I'm trying to think back. Honestly, I feel like Janet Darling was probably my first choice, and I milled over a couple other people and um, just ended up with her.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, else?
2: I really didn't, couldn't even come up with anybody else that uh, I liked the sound of. Though I didn't think of either of your picks. So,
1: I mean, I think Telly is a good choice. Um, and yeah, maybe, maybe at the stage that she's at she may not be qualified but i also i mean she's a live action character and i mean i've got like four-year-olds on my list so i think (laughs) she i think she would do just fine thank
3: you we'll let the people vote um there there were there were a couple uh the, the other person i was considering was dr lipschitz of course Um, he's
1: horrible though
3: Yeah, (laughs) he's renowned
1: he's incompetent (laughs)
3: he he truly is
1: Um, he's like honestly he's got to be like a proto Dr. Phil Um, yes just like in terms of like calling himself a doctor but obviously not really having any special education
3: (laughs) exactly yeah that's a perfect way of thinking of him other picks Allie Marley both picked Dr. Hutchinson from Rocco um mm. Mm. Candace Candace and Jesse both picked Filbert because you know, turn the page, wash our hands, he's cleanly. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> uh Justin picked Ugg from Salute Your Shorts, Bubblegum Joey picked Dr. Dave, Matt picked Mrs. Braun, um from um is that from uh, Nightly Neighbors? Uh oh. maybe. Mm. <laughs> Nickelodeon stuff picked Olmec <laughs> Uh <laughs> I do like Olmec having a seat at the cabinet table. Yeah, um, yeah. Brooks picked Jake the Snake, Jake the Snake Desmond. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Ethan picked Skeeter. Uh, Laura Marie picked Stick Stickley. Boy, this is a wild category. Um, <laughs> Nostalgia Society picked Mike O'Malley. Uh, Logan picked Betty DeVille. Nostalgia Society picked en- The Enchanted Upchucks from Rocco. Uh uh, Vaughn picked uh, Keenan and Kel administering their cure for the common cold Uh, and
1: Ryan picked Alex Mack all over the place there Uh, yeah (laughs) Mike O'Malley would have been a good um, health and human services pick now that I'm thinking of it
3: he seemed kind of he seemed kind of like I don't know he seemed kind of like a slob to me
1: yeah. Like maybe like he's the sort of person who really likes watching football on TV, but then like, <laughs> yeah. he's you know, just like eating drinking garbage the entire time.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I, I love old mech at the table. I love stick stickly. Uh, yeah. Those are fun. Uh, all right. Well that's health and human services. It's time to move on to our newest cabinet department. That is the Department of Homeland Security. Its job is to prevent and disrupt terrorist attacks uh, within the United States. What do we have for Homeland Security? Um, for this one, I picked Artie, the strongest
2: man in the world. Um, ah, yeah. And I, you know, I toyed with him both here and uh, Secretary of Defense, but I ultimately placed him here because... I feel like he's better in a smaller arena like he could almost take a theoretically take on this entire job by himself running around the United States
3: um, <laughs> Yeah, so no, he, yeah he doesn't he doesn't need a ton of help here
2: yeah so I like the idea of him
1: like on the ground
2: defending uh,
1: the country you know he couldn't even move the pickles house away more than two <laughs> inches yeah <laughs>
2: That's That's just hard, a though. fraction of his power.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's better than I could do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Artie's a fun pick. Logan also picked Artie for um, Homeland Security.
1: <laughs> I um, I've got another Pete and Pete pick for Homeland Security, Ooh. but I went with Little Pete. Um, really for a lot of the same reasons. I mean, at the end of the day, Little Pete and Artie are different sides of the same coin in so many ways. But um, I mean, little Pete, again, you know, I I feel like he would not use any more um, aggression than necessary. But he would certainly push it to that limit. Um, And I I know I would feel safer rolling with little Pete and Mike through, whether it be on a social or a um, international level. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Little Pete thrives in this circumstance of, like, in the basement, in the dark, monitoring everything. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, again, Little Pete is somebody who could have been in at least two-thirds of these positions, and you could make a strong argument for it. Agreed.
3: Yeah, agreed. Um, Alexandra and Nostalgia Society also picked Little Pete here, so you're not alone. Um, my, this was one of the last picks I made and I'm real excited about it. Um, so I am, I am proud to nominate, uh, this character doesn't have a formal name. Um, but I am proud to nominate Jeff's dad from the tale of the unexpected visitors. Uh, Okay, <laughs> Mister Mister Jeff's dad is a computer genius who has worked with the satellite system in the sky to try and communicate through every satellite in the world and possibly outer space. Jeff's dad has worked both with the government and intelligence, with NASA, and because uh and because of his work, we have uh, been able to contact extraterrestrial life. Jeff's dad's been honored because of his work on the Peabody Project, a project again, where he sought out life uh, on other planets. Um, But only uh, through the equipment built by Jeff's dad were we able to find this extraterrestrial life. Uh, This type of brain power is exactly what we need at Homeland Security. Uh, Jeff's dad will use his powers to protect our nations from threats both within, without, and beyond. We are in the safest hands possible with Mr. Jeff's dad at the helm.
1: Um. Do we, so his kids want to watch Wrestlemania and then all of a sudden we've got intergalactic thugs at our doorway? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, he had he had like a big thing that night. Uh, do we see the character? Yeah, we see him. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they come all right. And they, well, they leave. I don't know. I don't remember if they come. They, they come. Up.
1: They're at least referenced.
3: Yeah, referenced. <laughs> Listen, they give us a we lot need... of. They do give us a lot of information about him.
1: I really remember the delivery of him saying the Peabody Project.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. I. I mean, mm. I, when I thought of like who has the best rig, who who here is like. Set up for this job,
1: like ready, ready to tap in. It's Jeff's dad.
3: Yeah. So,
1: but on a like a, a literally intergalactic level, and I think that maybe we should be focusing on more uh, celestial security. I suppose
3: you don't think Jeff's dad could deal with like the peasants of Earth.
1: I don't know enough about it, considering he's an unseen character.
3: He's seen. He's seen all right. He even have seen. a real. Name.
1: It, no, it sounds like you've concocted a very convincing backstory for this character. He's there.
3: I. I we, they definitely leave the house. Um, sure.
1: Sure. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he tells them not to touch, you know, his shit.
1: Right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I feel most of that. Most of that. um uh, exposition, I feel, comes from the younger brother when he is um, basically blackmailing his older brother into <laughs> yeah. an increasingly more um, exorbitant ice cream sundae. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Um, well, yeah. you know, I, I knew sure. it, I knew it would be uh, a controversial thing, a little, a little dicey, but uh,
1: I guess so. Yeah um well you're gonna have a hard go of it when you're president joey
3: (laughs) i don't think so Uh, we'll
1: see what the house says
3: (laughs) i mean he if he should be honored for uh what he's what he's made um
1: but all right they're all canadian anyways
3: (laughs) yeah that could be a problem that could be a problem
1: well, I, I don't think that that bars you from um, holding a cabinet position. As far as I understand, um, anybody can hold those. The only That's... you you only have to be a natural born American to hold the presidential office, correct?
3: Thirty five natural born uh, and have lived in the U.S. for fourteen years. Hmm. Yeah, boy, maybe you don't see him. Hold on, I'm looking. <laughs> If they perfect. come home, this guy's a wild,
2: true okay. wild card.
3: Well, I mean, I still think he's qualified, uh, but he, based he, he his based on his computer setup in his house, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, well, other picks for the Secretary of Homeland Security: uh, Marley and Ryan both pick Big Bob. Um, Zach picks Zim. Asbomb picked Grandma uh, from hey Arnold. <laughs> Justin <laughs> picks uh, Smash Adams. Love it. Um, Brett picked Susie Carmichael. Bubblegum Joey picked Mr. Crocker. Um, Matt picked Jonas Cutter from Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> uh, Jesse picked Mrs. Wrigley. Reason she can hear any uh, she can hear enemy transi- transmissions ah. from thousands of miles away. Like it, like that. Uh, Double J picked Tommy Pickles Nickelodeon Stuff picked Mike O'Malley Ethan picked Bobby Budnick Vince picked Shelby Woo Amy Marie picked Plankton And Jordan Weigels picked Clarissa Darling
0: Nice Good picks
3: Yeah I, I like the, Miss, the Mrs. Wrigley Plate, is sound
2: Yeah, very good reasoning
3: Jonas Cutter is a ghost, isn't he? <laughs> I get,
2: yeah I mean,
3: I mean, I love it Yeah, that's <laughs> good know, he's just not alive again, well uh, yeah uh, what
2: was your guy's name your first one
3: yeah scarecrow okay yeah, yeah. just <laughs> just reminding you i know i know i know every criticism i have will be undercut by uh, right. my farmer extremely unhelpful pick <laughs> um but yeah uh great 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 picks uh let's move on to the secretary of Housing and Urban Development. This department works on national housing needs. It helps poor families to buy homes. It is often referred to uh, by its initials HUD. So, what did you have for the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development? Um, I
2: went with Marshall Darling. Hmm. Um, I, I, hmm. To me, he was just—he just popped into my head right away. Um, with his um, being an architect, uh, just being in that world. Um, I feel like he should just have some kind of, like, working knowledge of this stuff and how to make it work. I don't know, how to make it work out for the people who need it. Um, He just seemed like, for me, the most obvious choice for this, I guess. I mean, I'm interested to hear what you guys pick, just because, like, nobody else popped into my head even. See, I thought about
1: him... But he just feels a little too suburban, and like I get that he's an architect, but like designing one building and like city planning are just very different things. Yeah, I think Marshall Darling is a good choice, but um, it wasn't my my primary True. choice.
3: What did you go with?
1: On that note, <laughs> uh, I went with the much more respectable Mark Wiener, <laughs> uh, Wienerville, just because. When you really think about urban landscapes on Nickelodeon, um, I mean, you've got Kenan and Kel, which takes place largely in a suburb, I would say, not Chicago proper. You've got Hey Arnold, um, which, you know, they may not be in a gentrified neighborhood, but it's not. Nobody really spoke out to me as being like in touch with like the core of yeah. an urban environment, whereas Mark Wiener is like literally the city. Like he's 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 everybody in that city. <laughs> he
2: definitely has experience. That's for sure.
3: Yeah, he does. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I had Mark Wiener too. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh let's face it folks no one has more experience with setting up housing and city developments than mark wiener uh, a man who has his very own city wienerville uh mr wiener is a dedicated public servant who has worked with all sorts of characters over his storied career uh he has worked in housing apartments offices and beyond department of hud will be well served by mr wiener the iconic mr wiener um yeah, I, I love I love it, Tim. I, I think he's 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 the guy far and away.
1: I can't believe we both decided yeah. on him. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> like arguably the most disliked show from the core period, like classic nineties Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I like the pick, uh, but I, I am shocked that you both picked that. That's crazy.
1: It it was one of the it jumped out at me initially, and I went through again. It's just like you've got Keenan and Cal, which seems like it takes place in a suburb. Um, my brother and me seems like it's supposed to take place in the Charlotte area, but like they show the house, and it's obviously like not in a city. And then again, like Arnold takes place in the core of a city, but um, no one really struck Who's me as being him? well, like the. The person that came to mind for that is, I can't remember his name, but who's the, like, um, like building and destruction person? Mm. Ernie? Um, like, the red-haired... What's his name? Ernie, I think. That's the guy who works for, like, a wrecking company? Yeah. He crossed my mind a little bit, but he doesn't seem to respect um, <laughs> historical landmarks, so... Yeah. I'm not down with that.
3: Yeah. Oh. Um... Yeah. Well, Mark Mark Wiener is correct. Um, but uh, Ethan, Allie, and Amar I had Grandpa Phil from Hey Arnold, which I guess he runs his own housing.
2: I thought you were gonna say mark wiener it's like no way <laughs>
3: four people <laughs> no nobody else had to my knowledge no i don't think anybody else had mark wiener um has bombed justin jesse and nostalgia society and ryan had arnold again i mean he lives in a kind of mixed urban environment but arnold himself i'm not sure is the right person to run it yeah um, yeah
1: on one hand i mean he does live in a boarding house yeah that has a lot of different people from different walks of life but also like his bedroom is nicer than my like adult apartment as a 34 year old <laughs> i feel yeah. like um, somebody leading hud should probably have a little bit more experience with like scrapping it i guess
3: right Mm -hmm. and nothing says scrapping like wienerville let's let's
1: be clear (laughs) okay that's true he had to play every person on the cast himself that's (laughs) that's scrapping it
3: (laughs) um other picks included brett wilson picked norbit from angry beavers bubblegum joey picked lois foutley um matt picked master raymond from are you afraid of the dark uh that's the tale of um whispering walls Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) i kind of like that one um Nickelodeon stuff picked Phil Moore of Nick Arcade. Um, Logan picked Doug. Marley picked Patty Mayonnaise Vince picked Ellen Hickle. Uh Amy Marie picked Clarissa and Jordan Weakles picked Betty Ann from Are You Free the Dark. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Um again that's that's one where, you know, it's it's a little trickier, but yeah. uh, uh Tim and I nailed it. <laughs>
1: I really did try and get Betty Ann on my list somewhere, just because she's so like lovable. But I mean, she's too good to be a politician. <laughs> <laughs> too pure heart. She was yeah. seriously a, a strong. And I mean, I'm not trying to ruin anything, but I mean, I could have seen her being a head of state. But again, just too kind, too warm. Right. Right.
3: We may talk about her. Uh, we let's may. Move we on. may. let's move on to the secretary of the interior. This is the department that handles the conservation of our land. It manages our national parks and works to protect our lands, wildlife and natural resources. What do you guys got for interior?
2: Um, well, as far as I'm concerned, there's no one that's got more, um, concern about this than Eliza Thornberry. Uh, I just feel like she's spent her whole childhood traveling across all types of lands. Um, she know she, appreci- she respects it. Um, she knows how to treat the land and she can speak to the wildlife directly to find out what they need and how to best uh, work that in with the human needs. So uh, I think she's in a unique position to be maybe the most effective person in this job.
1: Hmm. okay so i i can see that argument and um i think eliza thornberry definitely deserves a little love but um i went with i don't know his last name or if it's even stated but um danny from hey dude Uh um to me and i could be understanding the position wrong but um the secretary of the interior seems to focus largely on the american west not like the interior of um, other large land masses across the world. Um, And I mean, Danny just, I mean, he's one of the few prominent American Indian characters that are um, on 90s Nickelodeon, or I mean, all Nickelodeon for really all I know. He's got a passion for the environment. He's got a passion for the community that he serves. Um, Seemed like a decent dude.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was another one. As soon as Danny popped into my mind, I was just like, well, he's got to be secretary of interior.
3: It's a strong pick. Very strong pick. In fact, I went back and forth between those two. Wow. those were huh. two I was Between. And uh, your third choice was? No, no, it's one of those. Uh, ah. <laughs> um, So Jane Goodall, Steve, Steve Irwin, Theodore Roosevelt. Jacques Cousteau, John Muir, John Wesley Powell, Henry David Thoreau, names revered in history and conservation. But there's only one living legend whose name will surely join those ranks, and that's Eliza Thornberry, um, someone who only knows this line of work. And uh, Mrs. Thornberry will manage our parks, protect our lands and wildlife, and conserve our natural resources. To pretend there is another option in this category is simply that to pretend Miss Thornberry will go down as our nation's best secretary of interior. Um well I like it. (laughs) But Danny was a good pick, dude.
1: Okay, well thanks for that consolation.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I considered Danny. I just thought his his experience on the Dude Ranch was a little narrow. Um, yeah.
1: I think you guys are um, exaggerating the scope of the Secretary of Interior, though. <laughs> I mean, like they're largely concerned with like flyover states, from what I understand. But
3: yeah, but uh, I I want someone with the real. I want I want passion. I, I you know I think Danny is great. Um, I think Eliza would eat and breathe this stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Danny, like, he would not be giving it, like, 110% off the <laughs>
3: time. Um, but
1: but, but uh, sidetracked by, like, a squirrel running around in the distance or something <laughs> like that.
3: <laughs> exactly exactly no yeah they're they're both good picks uh let's see um Hasbaum, bubblegum joey ryan jordan candace Allie, uh Lauren, marie amy marie all had eliza thornberry wow. um, Yikes. brooks ethan nostalgia society and brett had zz from salute your shorts which is a good pick
1: yeah, that's solid
3: yeah that's a really good pick uh justin had gary from are you afraid of the dark because why not he's a diplomat sure mm-hmm. uh matt had sarah from watchers woods well is a good one yeah uh, yeah uh nickelodeon stuff nickelodeon stuff had summer sanders again uh-huh. why not
0: mm.
3: <laughs> uh logan had captain compost heap that's a good <laughs> one uh marley had budnik Wait, no. No, I'm sorry. Mar- Marley had Bud Dink, excuse me, from uh, <laughs> Doug. Um, and Vince had Ben Ernst from Hey Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Mr. Ernst is a, just a little too clumsy to be put in charge of anything. Yeah, he's more about the uh,
2: business, I feel
3: like, than the,
1: the concern about the land, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't let him run a concession stand.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably right that's probably right um i'll be interested to see what people vote for there, eliza or Danny. i I like those options um all right secretary of labor uh this is the department that is responsible for making sure america has a strong workforce it works on job training safe working conditions minimum wage discrimination in the workplace and unemployment unemployment insurance uh who did you guys have for the secretary of labor Um, well, I think Tim's
2: going to like this pick. Uh, I went with (laughs) Mr. Ben Ernst. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, you know, he, he knows how to run a business. It's again, it's like a very small business. So I feel like he's got that in his mind, um, like the workers. Um, and I think he's like a totally a fair boss. He does a good job in general. Um, I just think he's got like he just hits for me that cross section of like knowing what he's doing maybe in this job and um like having some uh decent experience running his own businesses.
1: Okay. <laughs> Are you angry Tim? No, no, um do you remember the episode where um <laughs> He confused,
3: he, him, no. he
1: confused himself with a horse who was dying, so he, like, horse-fed himself, like, 50 pounds of pureed carrots. Because that's the sort of man you want running the Department of Labor.
2: Hey, you can make a mistake every once in a while. It's not perfect.
1: That's oh true, my that's goodness. true. Oh, remember, what he, remember when he almost sold the ranch to professional wrestlers?
2: Um... Yeah, I'm not convinced that was a bad business decision.
1: You know what? You're right. I don't know enough about business, and that could have been very financially sound. I really have no idea. And I mean, okay. So, like, my pick isn't much better. I, I went with, um, I went with Mike O'Malley.
0: Okay. Yes,
1: <laughs> not necessarily because of any special abilities, but I mean, is there really anybody who is? more blue collar on classic Nickelodeon (laughs) than, um, Nashua, New Hampshire's own, um, Mike O'Malley.
2: That's probably,
1: I mean, uh, that's, that's a guy, you know, he like worked like three months on a construction crew, (laughs) three months on like a dock somewhere. He probably has done restaurant stints left and right. And then he got some sweet gig hosting some kid show. (laughs) But I mean, that guy, like, fell into the position that he was at. There's no doubt in my mind that he was (laughs) scraping by prior to being a um, (laughs) children's um, sports program host.
2: That does sound very plausible. That uh, history, that fake history of Michael Maly. He Um, at
1: least, uh, I mean, no, I mean, he at least tries to portray himself as somebody who is like, like a through and through blue collar worker. And uh, I mean, obviously he's been a celebrity for 30 plus years at this point, but um, it still seems like he carries a lot of that with him. And uh, like, he's also local to me and I appreciate that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like it. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. This, I thought this was like the hardest category. Um, I, sh- I struggled with labor. In fact, I'm just, I, I, I have someone written down here, but I'm not going with them. Um, so I might, I'm, I don't, yeah, so I don't have anything written up because I'm doing this, but, sure. um, because the person responsible is responsible for working conditions and minimum wage, I want someone who, one, that I know will boost the minimum wage, uh, and will be pro-union, so I'm going to go with uh, Chris, Clarissa Darling. Um, I think she's a uh, liberal, perhaps leading, like, socialist. Um, I want, I want like, a Bernie Sanders AOC mind in my labor department that's going to, like, jack up the minimum wage to $20 and, uh, like, like um, you know, make sure that unions don't get busted. So I think Clarissa's the socialist we need uh, in the labor department. Her
1: family is too wealthy for that, though. (laughs) But she she would be she she would be a liberal, but not a socialist.
3: But no, she sees through her family. Um, you know, if she's listening to "They Might Be Giants," she's been indoctrinated uh, with the song "Minimum Wage" since she was
1: like eight. Uh, She also likes Bon Jovi. Not, you know
3: we're not nobody's perfect
1: yeah but i mean like by that argument she might want to lower the minimum wage
3: <laughs> i i strongly believe clarissa is gonna gonna hike it hike it up i think she's pro-union um you know i, I before that I, I had dr khan from salute Your shorts and i'm like i just don't know enough about this guy i mean i know he can command a room uh through his voice but uh I need someone that I think is going to be pro worker. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. There's just a lot of people I wasn't sure about. And in fact, the people submitted for this, it's one of my favorite categories people submitted. There's some good names here, um, but nobody <laughs> struck me as pro worker. Uh, hmm. And I think Clarissa would be.
2: Uh, I mean, I like that pick. I wanted to put her somewhere on my um, list, but I just couldn't land on anything, but I like, i like that she exists in there um yeah. and she might she might very well be good at that i don't know
1: she deserves to be on the list that's for sure yeah, yeah. um okay. she is arguably one of the most intelligent characters from that era of nickelodeon yeah. and, and i mean that's saying something because it's a cast of characters who um definitely weren't trying to like dumb themselves down for the obvious uh for the um for the viewers, but, um, yeah. Clarissa more so than many. I mean, I, I remember thinking that she was like as smart as you could get as a kid.
3: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well other picks, uh, well, uh, Justin also had Clarissa, um, Marley and Brett picked Charlotte pickles here. Hasbaum and Vince picked Doug. Um, I think, you know, he just had a lot of labor experience. Huh. Sure. um, mm-hmm. Uh, Bubblegum, Joey picked D.D. Pickles. I like it. Uh, Matt picked Mr. Olson from the Pinball Wizard. I mean, that's not a pro worker's. <laughs> that guy is not pro worker. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Uh, well, I'm sure yeah, you have I'm some like more conservative listeners who, um, you know, they 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 want that anti-worker <laughs> element yeah, I'm present.
3: Yeah, you mess around the job, you get sucked into a video game forever. <laughs> um, I
1: won't. Well, just enjoy your free pinball games forever. That's all I have to say.
3: <laughs> uh, Ethan picked Telly. Uh, Allie picked uh, Sardot. He manages his own shop. He's gay, so he won't discriminate, and he knows a good bargain. Uh, oh. That's a good one. Uh, well,
1: let's be fair, though. You're a, you can be a homosexual and still discriminate against people.
3: <laughs> that's true. That's true. But Sardo, I don't know. Yeah, Sardo seems a little whacked. Uh,
1: in the head. If anything, he discriminates against children. <laughs> Hates children, <laughs> despite the fact that they're the only people coming into his shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he endangers. He actually endangers people, like on a daily basis, and um, himself. I mean, Ari uh, tailed super specs, but
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan had Mister Green. The Nostalgia Society had the. I like this one. Uh, the Chameleon Brothers. <laughs> um, amy marie had phoebe yeah. uh, Amar had nigel thornberry jordan had uh, gerald from harold hey and ryan this was another one i toyed with had inspector 34 um uh, i just think maybe he's a little too rigid maybe he's learned his lesson um but uh i i worry yeah, about uh, his inflexibility yeah agreed all right, well, that is uh, the Secretary of Labor. Let's move to the Secretary of State, uh, the perhaps the oldest cabinet position. Uh, this is a department that handles our relationships with foreign countries. This includes diplomatic relationships over with over 180 other countries. The Secretary of State is the president's top foreign advisor.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: this is another one for me. There was only one choice. Moira Mo Quirk. Um, she, uh, as far as, uh, her experience handling people from other countries, uh, puts her in the front running, um, and perhaps, uh, Mike O'Malley was close, except he's just way too crazy to like, have good relations <laughs> with other people. Moira, on the other hand, is like the balancing force of that show. And I think would do the same thing in this position, um, and she's so used to talking to these like crazy kids. I think she could handle, um, you know, any reasonable adult. Uh, so yeah, I think can she handled Mike
3: O'Malley. Yeah. Oh yeah. she uh, can handle Mike.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. I just think she's got the right, uh, temperament
1: for this.
0: Yeah. I, I, love that. I think
1: Thank that's you. a great pick. Thanks. So, For my Secretary of State, um, you guys both chose her for Interior, but I went with Eliza Thornberry. Um, To be honest, the Thornberries, the Wild Thornberries, is a show that is a little bit after my time. Um, Never really watched it religiously. I've got younger siblings, so like I'm familiar with it because of that. But it was like just after the cutoff for me. But um. I think for the same reasons you guys chose her for Interior is the reason why I chose her for Secretary of State. But despite the fact that she, um, you know, she's largely dealing with wildlife areas, she's also dealing with different people from all across the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a hard time picking Secretary of State, but she seems like she's in a lot of ways maybe the most worldly character of that time period
0: yeah that's yeah. A good
2: point. uh I, I often forget about her dealings with real humans uh but that that's yeah you made a good point
1: i thought interior made sense um in regards to both of your picks but to me she just stood out as a good secretary of state choice yeah yeah
3: Solid. no i like it i like it um Nobody, nobody had picked her, but a couple of people did pick um, Nigel.
1: Um, and again, with my lack of familiarity with the show, I, I was going back and forth between each of them. But um, I decided to go with the child character just because I feel like that's the one that um, we would all more relate to. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I think she's a little more level-headed than Nigel, um, which might be better.
3: Okay. Um yeah I also went with Mo Quirk, Um from uh, guts. Yeah. I oh, said uh go. Ahead. What's that? Sorry, go ahead. Oh. Uh who better to lead our relations with foreign nations than Moira Cork? Miss Cork uh is a world traveler. She is a stickler for policy and the rule of law whether in foreign relations or in depth uh or in the depths of universal studios. Miss Cork has shown a true command of time, place, and situation. Her voice will be an asset for our nation on the world stage. The State Department is lucky to have someone of Mo's skill. Mo, um, yeah, yeah. I, I was really on the fence between the two, but yeah, I think Moe's the right Mo's the right right call here.
2: Uh, who was your other possibility?
3: Uh, Prometheus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 um
2: interesting yeah yeah
3: uh uh, let's see some other picks here um yeah i mentioned bubblegum joey Allie had nigel uh vincent marley had phoebe from uh, hey arnold again she's all over the place here um and uh the nostalgia society also had prometheus um so i I love that i love that pick uh is just as far as like you know i mean who better to uh Sit down and try to work with someone, That's someone who can <laughs> <For sure. laughs> deal with Bob. <laughs> um, Hasbaum had Susie Carmichael, Justin had Ferguson, Br- uh, Brett Wilson had Fentruck, uh, from Doug, yeah. Joey had Dora the Explorer, Matt had Captain Westchester, Nickelodeon stuff had Kel Mitchell, Ethan had Cousins, <laughs> Cousin Skeeter, yeah. um, Logan had Dr. Vink. Amy Marie had Lucy Carmichael. Jordan had Linda Ellerby, and Ryan had Skeeter Valentine. Any of those stand out to you? I mean, I like
2: Skeeter and like... I just like Skeeter in general, so I feel like I would like him in any position practically. Uh, Yeah. Just don't know where to put him.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I I second that because I don't... Nothing about him really strikes me as being excellent in one field or another, (laughs) but at the very least, I mean... A lot of my picks are just ooh, like, what is their heart really like? Yeah, Skeeter yeah, yeah. has a great heart. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I um, mean, like zZ Zip coming up a, a few times. It's, did did either of you guys pick her for anything specifically? I can't remember.
3: Uh, I have not. I did but, not either.
1: But I feel like we can both agree she's sort of this. She's a person that you wouldn't mind having in your corner and yeah. wouldn't want. You wouldn't mind having her advocate for you in general. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. And I assume you know, Skeeter sort of fits that, but ZZ's maybe a little bit brighter than Skeeter. Hmm. Skeeter, Skeeter actually, as we know, is a genius. <laughs> That's,
0: right. Uh, That's right.
2: That's <laughs> right. Though it's in maybe mathematics. I don't know. So
3: Does uh, that end up being legit? Was there some mistake or is that legit? He's a genius. No,
2: he's legit a genius. I think he just okay. decided to like stay at the regular school just... And,
3: yeah, his friends and stuff gotcha
2: and to be clear we're right about that episode
3: to be, to be clear we're talking about cousin skeeter yeah <laughs> delete this <laughs> all right um all right so there's our state department let's move on to the secretary of transportation oh, wow. uh the dot make sure that uh that things move fast and safe around the United States. This is an important, this is important for our economy and quality of life. They manage federal highways and the federal aviation administration, which makes sure flying is safe. Uh, what do we have for the secretary of transportation? Uh, well,
2: I went with the big man school bus driver, Stu Benedict. Um, (laughs) he just, uh, he not only would be great to have around, but, um, you know, his whole life is transportation. Um, I think he, and I think he takes it seriously. Um, I think like this would be uh, an important job for him. And I think he would genuinely do the best that he could. Um, and he's another one of these characters, which that's just very big hearted that um, you can at least trust them to do like to, to do what they think is the right thing
3: hmm yeah I mean he's a bit insane sure well aren't we all <laughs> yeah aren't we all <laughs> uh well I, is this the one you said you thought we might all have the same
1: uh Tim of course it is I mean yeah yeah this is it. I chose bus driver Stu Benedict. Yeah, he um, and and you're right. He is a little insane, but um, I mean, so is Rahm Emanuel, and people really liked him a lot in 2008.
3: Isn't he still like, I, uh, you know, in politics in Chicago?
1: He's doing yeah in Chicago, but I mean, yeah. there's a reason why he didn't ride out the whole Obama administration right. and or get invited back for both of the <laughs> administrations we've had. Um, but no, I mean he's, he's Stu Benedict is the Rahm Emanuel of um, <laughs> Wellsville public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I chose him as well. I mean he's just exactly he uh, he lives to transport. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. And I mean sometimes he's just in the right place at the right time, and um, the bad guys are in the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Stu's Stu's uh Stu's a wonderful pick. Uh Nostalgia Society and Allie both also picked uh, bus driver Stu. Um they But I did not go with uh Stu Benedict. Oh, um I went with uh Don Wrigley. Um <laughs> Don Wrigley once said, Suck my fumes, Nimrod. Well, some might frown on this type of talk. I think it's exactly what our country needs running the transportation department. Don is a businessman, savvy and level-headed. However, more, more probably know him by his uh, nickname, King of the Road. With an, with an elbow out the window that many love and admire he knows all the fastest routes and is never in need of a map in fact Don has three fundamental rules one, never ask for directions no matter what (laughs) two, roof stack (laughs) roof stack packing (laughs) and three, make good time on the road there's no doubt that nobody knows the roads of this country better than Don (laughs) Wrigley all those things should really come in handy for (laughs) for this job (laughs) Yeah, um, so yeah, Don Wrigley. It, 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 I was between Stu and Don, and uh, I figured. Right. I figured, Well, I figured someone would probably go with Stu, so I just was trying to make it interesting.
2: This would just be like a smack in the face to Stu in real life, like if you presented Don Wrigley. as Oh, your I don't head know.
3: Head. I, I so think Stu. Great. I think Stu is a gracious guy, and I think he would understand that. Don no, I mean not... he
2: might understand, but it would yeah. be like, oh, it, it would be a slap in the face to him even if he even if he accepted it
3: okay okay
1: let it be known that if joey ever needs to um elect federally or to appoint federal (laughs) positions that he will um choose people just to make it interesting (laughs) rather than the best person for the job
3: are we picking the best people for these jobs
1: oh i know i am well i mean again edwin carmichael is like a six-year-old animated (laughs) child so you know maybe not maybe not
3: i definitely had trying to be interesting on my mind uh that that could be a knock on me but um yeah i don't think my administration would be like trump bad but uh it would be no
1: i mean i mean don don wrigley is the king of the road yeah yeah
3: And, and he's a businessman. I think. I think he knows the ins and outs of like. I, I think. I think he'd be fine. I think he'd be fine. Sure. Um, uh, other picks: Amar and Matt Smith picked uh, Flynn from *The Tale of the Phantom Cab*. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin picked Little Pete. Uh, he definitely knows how to ride the lawnmower. That riding yeah. mower. Uh, Bubblegum Joey he All the
1: way to Canada Oh yeah, <coughs> Not right to the border The, the okay. Man- Manitoba Peninsula <laughs> uh,
3: Bubblegum Joey picked Rocco Brett Wilson picked Ray, Ray Lawson From Train Maggot Train <laughs> <laughs> Train-, <laughs> <laughs> Train Magic uh, But also check out my death metal band Train Maggots um, Nick- Nickelodeon stuff uh, Picked Kenan Thompson Ethan picked Ugg Logan picked Filbert Marley picked Grandma Gertie. Um, Vince picked Marshall darling. Jesse picked Inspector 34. She said he would be the he would pay attention to details and uh, that we didn't know we needed. Um, Amy Marie said Re- Reggie Rocket, I think our only uh, rocket power. I, I like, like it. Yeah. and Ryan picked Mrs. Puff, who I think is actually a great choice. It.
2: yeah that is good.
3: Um, so a lot of good picks there. Uh, I think Stu's probably the favorite, but uh, we'll, we'll see what people say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next department here is um, the secretary of treasury. This department manages the money for the United States financial systems. It not only makes the money, but collects taxes and makes sure that the government has the money to keep uh, running.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, this is another tough one. I felt like just because um, so many Nickelodeon characters are, like, um, not good with money. It yeah. would have been easier to pick the opposite. Um, but I finally went with Phil Funny.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: he just strikes me as very practical and, like, uh, stable-minded, like... Um, And I I just get the impression that he's probably very good with his money and his family's money, Um, even when they started, even when he started that business.
1: uh, Okay, you addressed it before (laughs) I called you out.
2: (laughs) I mean, he still was like with it enough to have the money to put into it and kept it afloat um, for a while remember
1: how excited his children were when they found 25 cents <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> they see they know the value of a quarter because of phil
1: yeah uh, and that quarter probably went a lot further in like 92 <laughs> 93 whenever that came out but uh
2: well i'm not necessarily saying he's great at making money so much as managing it
1: and there's nothing wrong with taking chances because obviously his family they were still eating. It didn't yeah, yeah. like make them destitute. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, they were very, very happy to find 25 cents. And I mean, I, <laughs> inflation aside, 25 cents really wasn't that much 30 years ago.
3: Why did you pick your secretary of treasury while well, he was putting food on the table?
1: <laughs> I, I
3: hear it, what well, you're
1: saying. <laughs> I just think he's probably very good with it. Good with it. To mind. be honest, I agree with that, and that was something I didn't think of him directly. Um, but that makes sense to me. Yeah, because he is—he's a prudent person. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tim. Okay, so uh, yeah. Speaking of prudent people, um, I I went with Keenan. Um, Keenan oh. Rockmore, aka Keenan Thompson,
0: wow.
1: largely oh, because I feel so. <laughs> He's always, again, in the Budnick vein, always wheeling and dealing. Um, but Kel is normally like. Keenan is there to reel in Kel when they come up with these um, bizarre money making schemes. <laughs> I feel like Keenan is like sort of starting with a proper like monetary sense, and then Kel sort of misguides him, and then Keenan gets like a little ambitious. Um, <laughs> But I think initially speaking, Keenan seems to have a very good sense when it comes to money. Um, Based on my partial sequential rewatch of Keenan and Kel, I have noticed that, um, if anything, um, Keenan seems to have a little bit more financial sense than even the employer, um, of the, uh, market that he works for Chris. has, who Chris. is like, oh, what's his name? Chris, Chris. Yeah. It's, it's been a minute since I've watched it, but yeah, I mean, Chris is, Chris is an absolute fool. Like he, he would be lucky to have a position as just a clerk at that location, let alone like running the whole operation. It really does seem like, um, Keenan picks up a lot of the slack for uh, like a dude who's literally like (laughs) two to two and a half times his age like keenan's like 16 and he's making a um small market in like what appears to be the outskirts of chicago um (laughs) worked pretty well
3: the president does make a stop at chris's convenience store in one episode oh i remember (laughs) that one yeah
1: i mostly remember when chris destroys Keenan's amazing collection of comic books because he oh. um overdoes the scratch and sniff. <laughs> and uh I mean I would never I would never forgive Chris for that.
3: Yeah. Keenan. Well wow, he, he did not cross my mind for this position. But I like it. Yeah that's an interesting pick. He
1: he always came off as pretty savvy. And again like Kel would draw him in the wrong direction and um (laughs) keenan would also sort of double down on that because he would not realize that kel was being like such a fool but typically keenan starts smartly enough and then kel gets involved and then keenan gets deluded from that point
2: (laughs) so we just got to keep kel out of the administration
1: Well, I mean, maybe we can just make a new position for (laughs) Cal. He can be like the secretary of like keeping it real or something like that. I love it. Just like set him aside with his orange soda. Whatever other stuff he likes. I don't know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He'd be good at like giving tours of the White House. He'd keep the Mm -hmm. people like entertained.
1: Yeah, except for he's, like, he'd be given a tour and he'd bring you into the room you're not supposed to go into and just <laughs> yeah. like, hey, like, why don't you go into, like, our IT room <laughs> or something like that.
2: Collapse the entire economy.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, well, I, I needed to find a a treasury secretary that would work, um, I thought, in unison with my labor department and um, Clarissa. I needed, so, I needed someone radical, someone who was going to um, – you know, I, I needed to find someone who truly aligned with my belief that money is an illness that plagues this country, uh, that we live in a class system that should be severely shaken up and radicalized. And I found that Ferguson. person. What's that?
1: I, so so not Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: You know, it actually was harder to find someone that I thought everybody was like thinking about like, no, they like they're part of the system. Uh, so I fi- I finally decided on Judy Funny. Um, Mm. Judy is committed to the idea of taxing the rich, canceling all student debt, loan forgiveness, and living in a living wage of at least $20 an hour. Judy has committed to the idea that we are done with our baby steps economically. This will be a country controlled by the people and not the few. With Miss Funny's help, we will strip down the economic system that oppresses and build a new infrastructure meant to enhance people's lives um, I think Judy Funny and Clarissa are going to rock this country, wow. turn
1: it upside down. Huh. Um. <sighs> Judy Funny is somebody who probably should have come up on my list because I think I, I think you're dead on with that. Yeah, I mean, she would have the sort of politics that I mostly agree with.
0: Yeah. yeah. She, she would be a she, good she, counterpoint
1: she, to Clarissa because I feel like Clarissa would be more moderate than a Judy funny would. Sure.
3: Yeah. Judy might end up putting all the money into the arts, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm i Yeah, as yeah as that is fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to take it away from war. <laughs> Correct.
3: Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Artie Artie wouldn't notice in my administration. Like you could just <laughs> Totally defund the military, and Artie would be running around doing his thing.
1: I mean, his funding would be largely spandex based, so (laughs) cheap. We'd save we would save a lot on you know missiles and what have you. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Um, Well, nobody had any of our picks. Hmm. Um, The most popular pick was Mister Krabs um, from uh, Bubblegum. Bubblegum, Joey, Laura, Marie, Logan, and Vince. What were you gonna say, Andrew?
2: Oh, I accept that pick. Though yeah. my concern is that Mister Krabs would just—I uh, don't know—do what was good for him, or do right. something crazy with the money. I feel like he's just too money hungry.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think his—I think his policies would be like make the rich richer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm not not sure about
1: whatever,
2: whatever would make him richer potentially.
1: Right. Right. But how much policy setting is the secretary Mm -hmm. of the treasury really doing?
3: I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Some, I would, I would think some, um,
1: or at least influencing some, but I feel like on an actual like executive level, maybe not so much.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 probably right. Um yeah. Well, other uh, other picks were uh Budnick, a uh, Bretton Nostalgia Society had Budnick, which I kind of like. <laughs> oh man. Budnick. Um you might you might have the same risks as Krabs no. there, but uh uh Hasbomb had Drew Pickles, Justin had Mr. Dink like that one. Mm. Uh Matt had Sardo. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> i like that <laughs> that is that is an interesting pick sardo
1: at uh treasury i uh, i mean i can i would love to see sardo nickel and dime people on like <laughs> a, a worldwide level
3: <laughs> uh yeah i mean he's losing on the deal um uh, always always uh Ethan had Chucky, uh Chucky Finster. <laughs> I like that. Maybe like maybe you need someone neurotic in that position. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh Allie had Little Pete always finding ways to make money.
0: Hmm.
3: Um Marley had Rhonda. Uh, Wellington. Amy Marie had BB Bluff. I, I, uh, I want I want to keep the Bluff family out of my politics. Yeah. <laughs> uh Jordan had Gary from Are You of the Dark. Again, just plug him mm. in wherever yeah. you see fit. I like
1: it. Hell yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Ryan had Ed Bighead. Wow.
2: Yeah.
3: Ed's another one of those guys. I just he's a, number, he's a numbers guy. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could trust him. <laughs> really? Ed? I, I I don't think. I don't know. Oh, I don't think he's, like, super shady, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I think he could be corrupted. I not
1: stand him. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked him as a child, but honestly, like, with static Cling, I get that he... that it ends with him being, like, somewhat accepting of his child, but I mean, I mm-hmm. just... I understand that I'm not Ed Bighead. I'm a, like... 33 year old adult who lives in the real world but uh, i mean he just yeah rubs me the wrong way and um i would have been more proud of my child from day one um and i would have been very proud for my child making such a strong um situation that um rachel rachel Bighead. yeah, yeah i couldn't remember what her chosen name was um yeah, and I get that, you know, that was supposed to be the big dramatic turn of Static Kling, but, I mean, he still comes off as being sort of a jackass.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, I, 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 you sold me. Okay, now I'm big All right, well, our last cabinet job, besides Vice President and President... Is Secretary of Veterans Affairs. This department administers benefit programs for our veterans. This is to make sure that people who served in battle for the United States are taken care of once they're back home. Who do we have in Veterans Affairs? The VA. Um,
2: This one was an early pick for me. Uh, I went with Grandpa Stew Pickles. Mm. Um, We know he's a veteran. And I think that he's uh, I don't, hes kind of shown that he cares about that. He's aware of his fellow veterans and what they need. And um, he's very involved with that like community of people. Uh, so I think he's just a very strong person to be in that position, knowing um,
1: firsthand what he might want to do. Love it. I, um, I went the same direction, and honestly, like, this was a very hard position for me, and I had Mr. Quinn from um, uh-huh. Hey Arnold in a couple different positions because I really care for that character, but at the end of the day, I'm not sure that he, like, possesses any, like, special skills or, like, higher education that would mm-hmm. make him truly appropriate for this, and, like, I really racked my brain about who understands like the plight of um, veterans of foreign wars any better than somebody like him. And um, Stu Pickles was who I came up with. I mean, he yeah. just is open about his um, military service. He has a respect for his own service, but also a respect for everybody else who served. And um, I mean, the, the VA is a very troubled organization and we need the best people that we can get in there. So, um for me that's lou pickles
2: yeah
3: yeah uh justin double j brett and vince also had grandpa lou Um, but uh jordan marley and ryan went with my pick and i think same in the same vein uh this would be grandpa phil shortman yeah Um, mr shortman served our nation in world war ii Uh, He was a private and, through a strange chain of events, took out a company of German troops and made a way for the American forces going into the Battle of the Bulge. He also beat up Adolf Hitler, uh, according to him. His experience in the military and uh, his work with veterans is unparalleled. Mr. Shortman is a proud grandpa and is easy to work with, curious, and often trying to enrich others' lives in spite of his own. He will work to include members of the forces to help inform his decisions. Uh, I proudly nominate Grandpa Phil to oversee the VA. Um, but I, I think kind of right in line with Grandpa Lou, you know, like a veteran, uh, proud of his service. Uh, you know, yeah. Phil, Phil's, I think, probably a little more over the top about his, but. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah,
0: for yeah. sure. Yeah.
3: Um, Let's see who else here. Uh, someone nominated uh, a couple, uh, Jesse and Hasbaum nominated um, Arnold's grandma huh. um, for the VA. Uh, Matt uh, nominated Melissa from The Tale of the Doll Maker. <laughs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
0: Interesting.
3: <laughs> uh, Brooks nominated Artie. Ethan nominated Gerald. Uh, Logan nominated Mr. Wynn. Ali nominated Stimpy, joined the military and more uh stable than Ren. Uh Nostalgia Society nominated Mr. Horse. <laughs> uh, Amy Murray uh, nominated Gerald as well. And Nickelodeon stuff nominated Dave Azar. Azar? Not hmm. sure. So um, some good picks there.
2: Yeah. Um it's yeah, it's a tough one.
3: Uh, Well, we are at the top of the list here with vice president and president, and I thought these were actually tougher than um, anything else because it was just so wide open. Yeah, vice president,
2: I feel like in particular, is very tough.
3: Could just be anything you want. Um, The vice president has two official roles to break a tie in the Senate, if there is one, uh, which will be happening a bunch over the next two years. Uh, or if the president is, uh, incapacitated, then they need to be ready to be able to take over the office of the president. Uh, who did you guys pick for vice president? Um, yeah, I, well, I picked
2: stick stickly. Uh, (laughs) I kind of wanted him to be a part of my, uh, cabinet in some form. Um, and I just think this is like a kind of good position for him uh where he doesn't really have to hopefully doesn't have to do much um and he's like a great (laughs) face that's out there uh and he's in charge of um what like sort of wrangling in congress um so i mean he uh i don't know i think he's like a good um like nobody can dislike him really um And, you know, if worse comes to worse, and my president is incapacitated, uh, Stickstickly, I think, could manage (laughs) dealing with everybody. (laughs) Maybe he wouldn't be the best president, but that's why he's not president. Um, So, I don't know. He's kind of like a neutral figure in my mind. Um, Just somebody that uh, I wanted in there.
3: I like it. You saved your inanimate object for the second most powerful yeah. position in the country, yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> like it, Tim. Um, I also picked an inanimate object, a <laughs> jar of mayonnaise. No, I'm just kidding,
3: that'd <laughs> be amazing. Otherwise, <amazing>. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't movie, be my Pence.
1: <laughs> well. I'd prefer a charm mayonnaise, at least that (laughs) is a practical application. Um, I went with um, Gary from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, Not for any real strong reason, other than the fact that he can come out and he can um, be egalitarian and be. uh like palatable palatable Everybody, i guess is the way to put it and not that not that my presidential choice is unpalatable but i mean (laughs) gary is the most like neutral person that you could ever possibly deal with
3: yeah yeah Yeah, i love it and pal palatable is a great word for the vice president that's just kind of what they have to be
1: you could go one direction or the other, and have the president be more palatable, and the vice president be their bulldog. Um, but I mean, that's just not really the way we see it. Yeah. Um, and palatable is as good of a VP as we're gonna get these days. Yeah. Pal- Pence was palatable for um, that demographic, right? Just so yeah. that,
3: exactly. Yeah. Well, Harris I... is
1: Harris is a bulldog, but
3: agreed. Yeah, agreed. I, I, uh, I'm, I love that pick. Um, I'm, I'm slightly across the campfire from you. Uh, my vice president is Betty Ann. Uh, Uh, great choice. (laughs) I said a vice president should be steady. Uh, Never draw unwanted attention, but also a great storyteller. Someone likable who the country could see taking the reins if needed. Someone who could command a room and who better than the greatest Midnight Society storyteller ever, Betty Ann. Uh, Not only can she break a tie, she can take command if needed. Uh, Her strength will be in explaining to the American people a clear narrative that appeals to the masses and moves them deeply. Submitted for your approval, Betty Ann for VP. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah, I had I I, I wanted her somewhere. Uh, I think she's just you know she's super calm and like level headed, and uh, I think she's like the I, I think she's the secret heart of the Midnight Society while she's there. Um, yeah, her. I like her. I don't know, a yeah. secret heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean she doesn't get a lot of love from the think, other members. Oh, okay. I don't think. All
1: right. I think it's because they're all aware of. Like she, she doesn't need that vocal endorsement to, just totally. because she's yeah. very comfortable with her space there. Like she's very much the den mother. I mean, like Gary is the de facto leader, but I mean, as fans, as people, like, like presumably people within the show. I mean, like everybody loves Betty Ann. Yeah, Gary's good, but I mean, Betty Ann is the best storyteller. She's the kindest of them all. I mean, she's always got a kind word to say, even for Stig. <laughs> even for Stig.
3: <laughs> oh, Stig! I actually
1: like Stig. Hey, listen, um, he, he
3: he told like what two stories, and they were both iconic. They're
1: both bangers, and also. Um, There's like one or two segments in the Midnight Society, like um, openers where I get why he is portrayed as being so disgusting, but he's really not like a bad person versus like, like Frank and Kiki are just like straight up bullies. (laughs) Um, Eric was a putz. Right. Right. (laughs) Don't get me started on David.
3: (laughs) Don't get it. Don't get anyone, sir. Do you like David Andrew. Uh yeah, I like that. Oh, right. I didn't put I didn't put him in my cabinet, but <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to president yet. We'll see. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah. Eric for president, all around the board. <laughs> uh, you can't cancel a podcast, but that would be worthy, uh... dude. Honestly,
1: Eric is probably the Midnight Society member closest to Donald Trump in terms of personality. <laughs> wow. I mean, he is—he is smug. Yeah,
3: he is. I, I'm going. You, you don't think Tucker's like more in that vein of just like out of his mind, egocentric, and
1: no, I think Tucker's got a better heart than them. There's yeah. that line delivery where like um, Eric is making fun of—I think it's Frank for being afraid of clowns, where he's just like, "That's what we call bozo phobia," and just like, I feel like if anyone ever said that to me, I would cold clock them. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's back with that smug right. look at his face. <laughs> Eric's on notice. All right. Uh, Plus, he only told two stories, too, and one of them was Jake and the Leprechauns. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's not even get into that.
3: Yeah. Uh, other picks Amy Marie Vince picked Arnold. Uh, perfectly suitable. Uh, Brooks, Ethan, Brett, and Nostalgia Society picked Doug. Again, yeah. you know, kind of just throw him in there. Uh, has bomb bubblegum joey ryan picked patty mayonnaise uh, again, very palatable as tim said um, justin picked donkey lips uh, nickelodeon stuff picked nick cannon <laughs> uh ally picked ellen hickle um, logan picked joyce wrigley marley picked angelica pickles Jesse picked uh, Lori Beth Denberg. She said even at 18 her uh, she seemed wise bi- beyond her years. Um,
2: I like, like Lori Beth getting a
3: mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, she she'd be good for like uh, you know something where you really need someone to follow some rules.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. She would also make a good press secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, great call. Oh my god, that would be amazing
3: if that was real. <laughs> Get her in there now, yeah. Every day, uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan picked Big Pete, and Josh picked Tommy Pickles. Damn, some good ones. Solid picks. Uh, but we are at the Commander in Chief now. Uh, uh, the President. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to explain what the President does. Uh, what what well, do you guys got? <laughs> <well>. <laughs>
2: For me, the president goes by only one name.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Oh, <Yep. laughs> man. I thought I was going to be Pete.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I-, I love Pete, both of them. But Gary, for me, is just like the president of Nickelodeon almost. he's uh, He's got the right temperament, I think, for it, where he's like very level-headed mo- most of the time. But he can
1: elevate that a little bit if he needs to so uh, you were perfect. a big like Budigich guy during the campaign <laughs> uh? Uh,
2: not mm-hmm. particularly um but uh i i don't i think he's just like he's already proven his leadership skills with the midnight society the the wack, wacky group of midnight kids um I just think uh he's I just like his temperament for it.
3: <laughs> uh no i mean he's he's uh he's complicated right because like he is even keel he's yeah. kind of he's got you're right
1: he's got the temperament he's probably an fdr type um yeah. eh, you think so though i mean he seems like he'd be more conservative than that hmm. i don't know well, I, what don't... I was imagining for him but you know um how conservative are we talking? I mean, so I don't know enough about Canadian politics, but he seems like he would probably blend in pretty well. Oh my! And I'm not trying to discredit your pick, but I mean, I, I just feel like his politics would be on point with like a Ben Shapiro or something like that. Oh my I,
3: Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, they physically but... resemble one another. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gary's a little healthier, but, but, but
3: I, mean, yeah, I mean, there is a chasm between FDR yeah. and Ben Shapiro. Uh, I'm just yeah. At, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just not imagining Gary as like anywhere
2: as like being extreme, kind of in any particular way.
1: Yeah, he he's uh, a total he loves rules. Gary. Yeah, yeah, he loves rules. Though, <laughs> he's and you know who else loves rules? Ben Shapiro. <laughs>
2: All right. all right, Well, I can't wait to I'm hear. Sorry to
1: all of your listeners who are um, <laughs> Turning Point USA members.
3: Turning, <laughs> what's Turning Point?
1: That's um, that's like the um right wing think group that like Ben Shapiro and um all all of those like young right wing people are a member of. Charlie Kirk, um, I can't remember their other names. Candace Owens is one of them. I got gotcha, you, got gotcha.
3: you. Okay. okay. Oh, Andrew, uh Matt Matt, uh, Matt Smith, uh underscore zero, zero 019 also Pick Gary. Perfect. Yeah. All right, let's hear who's uh who's going to run the world.
2: Tim. Hopefully.
1: <laughs> um I went with um all right, like <laughs> Ellen, Ellen Hickey. <laughs> Ellen Hickey is who I have for print, Hickle is <laughs> who I have. For print. Uh, okay, um, okay. All right. Probably for pretty much the same reason you said Gary, she's clearly intelligent, she's level headed, she's balanced. Um I do feel like she would be much more of a um firecracker when she has to mm-hmm. than Gary. I can't imagine Gary like stepping up, whereas Ellen Hickey is sh- she's shown herself time and time again to not only be reserve when she has to be, but also very in your face and active when she has to be. And um, yeah. that's definitely what we need in a president is somebody you can stand back and step forward at the same time. Yeah. Or maybe not at the same time, but when necessary. Yeah. Gary, I can't imagine stepping to the plate.
2: Oh boy. Hmm. Uh okay. I would argue with that, but uh I like your pick. I like Ellen. Um I think she would be good.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's a person on she would have been great in literally anything on this list yeah. um, because she's always balanced, always level head. Well, you know, I guess maybe not in the uh, metalworking episode. She gets a little <laughs> oh, okay. uh, off kilter, but yeah, she's pretty much brighter than anybody else on that show. And it's like a cast with a lot of intelligent people to begin with. And yeah. um She's never reactionary. She's always just very level-headed.
2: Yeah. You're you're right. Um, And I am thinking of uh, X equals Y. I do like her uh, rebellious streak Um, when it's called for, you know.
0: Um,
3: yeah, I, I I think Ellen's a great pick. Um, I mean, I'd vote for her. Uh, probably I'd be probably more likely to vote for her than uh, Gary, but they, I think they share some things uh in common. Sure.
1: Well, Ellen would be voting on a uh, or she would be running on a more left platform, and I'm like willing to put money on the fact that Gary would be on one of our like right wing parties. Oh boy.
0: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you described him as a moderate and um, I mean, I'll put the Democrats into the to a right wing category. I mean, he could be running as like a Joe Biden type. But I also I consider that to be right of center.
3: Yeah, I think that's probably where Gary is. That's that's probably right.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, Leftist in some ways, but um, centrist to conservative in most of them
3: yeah i mean some someone that can like spice it up with pinball wizard but also like dull you to sleep with unfinished painting
1: <laughs> yeah and i mean just really drive oh. it home with train magic <laughs> <laughs> sorry dj McHale. Yeah.
2: Man, I, I can't believe uh you don't like unfinished painting
3: me yeah it's i don't dislike it it's just like a little dry
1: is, yeah, I that's the one with the grass, um but... jewel state right uh yes yeah okay i i like that largely because i like that actress um yeah. it's i mean me it, it's conversation for another time that's <laughs> true, certainly true, not the true. worst are you afraid of the dark episode <laughs> yeah. we, we did a, a verses on it for those uh interested um wait what, what wait. was the oh. um counter episode
3: uh it was mystical mirror
1: uh, we oh, did... I, I will give Unfinished Painting that one every day of the week. Uh, I
3: believe Mr. Kulmere won. We
1: did that? Yeah, yeah. With, no, thank uh... you.
3: That was uh, me and Chris.
2: Oh, wow. I don't remember that at all.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, my president, uh, you know, gone are the days of testing the waters on presidents with no political or executive experience. Gone are the days of governments led by unqualified men. This country deserves better and will do better with Mayor Tippy Dink running things. Uh, As leader in Bluffington, she corrected the errors of her predecessor, tackled pollution in Doug's first movie, and showed leadership like uh, the region had never experienced before. Calm, cool, and collected. Mayor Dink is the picture of steady leadership. It's time to get tipsy and vote Dink. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
2: I do like tippy dink um, yeah I mean I don't know I obviously didn't end up picking her but um, sure. you know she has political experience I guess that was like her biggest plus in my mind but um, I, I guess I just don't know enough about, I mean I, think
3: she, I about. think she has all the qualities of your candidates except she actually has experience
1: oh okay Honestly, I mean, she might be the best choice overall for any actual political like, like if we were putting people into real life positions, she's a better choice than pretty much anybody else we've listed. She yeah. can deal with bu- she can deal with Bud Dink, um, <laughs> like, like like let's face it, he's a moron. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, she's. Much better than uh geez, what was the mayor before her? White. Mayor White. White, yeah, geez.
3: <laughs> That's a Trump figure. There you go. There's a Trump figure.
1: You know, it's funny because obviously they were trying to mimic him after more of like a Kennedy type, but like yeah. in hindsight, he's much more of a Trump type because yes. like the elements that they were like trying to exaggerate to make him more Kennedy like just ended up being the regular qualities of Donald <laughs> Trump.
3: Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, uh someone else. Uh Logan picked Mrs. Dink as well. Um so uh our presidents are Gary, Ellen and Tippy Dink. Uh other picks, uh Brett and Double J both picked Ren from Ren and Stimpy.
2: Oh yeah.
1: That'd be kind of crazy. I mean I uh,
3: Like Ren and Stimpy, but Ren of (laughs) all people.
1: That's like if Four Chan like (laughs) their like party elected.
3: Uh, Brooks, Bubblegum Joey, Nostalgia Society, Ryan all selected Clarissa, which I think is a fine Mm. pick. Yep. Uh, yep. Ethan, Vince picked Tommy Pickles. Uh, Yeah, I I, don't. There's no rules here. A baby can be president in this cabinet, but uh, not for me. Um, Kevin uh, and Will picked (laughs) Artie.
2: I like it. I mean,
3: yeah, it'd be an interesting room for sure. Uh, Jordan and Allie picked Arnold. Yeah. Um, Justin picked Mr. Tasty. Yeah. uh, Nickelodeon stuff might have the right pick here with Mark Summers.
1: Mm. Yeah, mm. Mm, he'd be he'd be the most Biden esque um, choice <laughs> that we could have. I I would say.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you you might be right. A politician. He's very. He seems like an actual politician.
1: Mark Summers. Like yeah, it seems yeah, like yeah. at
3: the core he's a he's a kind of a salesman.
1: Yeah, and I can see him running for like states editor or something like that, like in, in his current capacity. Um, but he's certainly, um, middle of the road and like largely inoffensive.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Marley picked Helga. Josh picked Keenan Rockmore. I like it. Uh, Jesse McKee picked Shelby woo. She says, sometimes you need an unshakable rock and not a cartoon character. (laughs) She said, by the way, I lost sleep thinking through most of these picks, but America is now excelente.
1: Uh, that, that was great. <laughs> Shelby Wu was a vice presidential um, candidate for me, for sure, but I just feel like she didn't have the same presence that um, mm-hmm. Ellen Hickel does.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think a respectable pick, for sure. Uh, Amy Marie picked Susie Carmichael. Uh, and she said, uh, this was so much fun. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so those yeah. are our listeners picks. And that, that rounds out uh, our cabinets. Shoo.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, that was fun. I mean, I had a, you know, it was tough at times and easy at times. Yeah. It was just a
1: interesting exercise. It was definitely fun to look at these characters in a different light. Yeah. And again, you know, some of them came very easily, and some of them didn't come easily, and um, that's the fun of it, I suppose. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, next episode, we'll definitely i'll I'll post our picks. I'll let people vote, and uh, I'll I'll definitely the next episode, I'll go through what uh, people voted as the ultimate cabinet. Yeah, because um, I don't think we ha- we didn't have too many overlaps in different positions. I think we only had one or two. Yeah, um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um. Now you guys were talking about uh what before we recorded uh the new Are You Afraid of the Dark uh season two uh dropped uh is it over is it done? No, just start. it was
1: just the first episode.
3: Oh, just the first. Okay, and and I didn't catch it, but you guys did. What did you make of it?
1: You can. I um. So I, I will preface this by saying that I did enjoy the um miniseries they did in 2019 i felt like it yeah. um hit a good tone um it could have been better in some ways of course but um to me like revisiting child media as an adult it was as much as i could ask for i did feel like this 2021 reboot of the 2019 reboot was um maybe a step up It um, was slightly more adult. It certainly threw in a ton of references that um, older fans would appreciate. There were things I didn't care for quite as much. Um, Largely the recasting of Sardo. Um, Would have been nice to see Richard Dumont back as that character because I felt like he did it great justice. And um, the person that they cast seemed to me like he was almost like aping the original sardo character which was fine it was a cool character um it's also nice that they um i feel like it's implied that um again it's a homosexual character which is good to see like in mainstream media especially without it being like a a point so to speak um he's gay he's just gay it's not like the character it's just who he is and uh, i mean granted with Sardo, it's not like that was ever super explicit but obviously especially watching as adults he's a gay guy um and they definitely like they lean into that with um the new episodes and i'm not against it but i i do feel like um I don't know if they reached out to Richard Dumont or not, but uh, it would have been nice to have seen him in that role again.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, just to shout out um, a podcast that uh, we like a bunch called Up All Night. It's an Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. They just did an interview with the guy who produced the new one, uh, JT Billings. And he said, "I don't." since I didn't see the episode, I don't know whether they were explicit about it, but I guess the new Sardo is supposed to be Sardot's son? Hmm.
1: Which I, is something I did not pick up at all. Um, really? I actually, I, I love Up All Night. They do a good job with what they do, um, but I haven't listened to that interview yet.
3: Okay, it's it's a good one. Yeah, regardless, I mean, you could definitely tell the guy who made the season was like a legit fan of the original, and so like he right. really wanted to stuff, as you said, some like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, fun references. Yeah, yeah, fun things to catch.
1: Do you know is this new showrunner like? You know our age range is he like a 30 something? Yes,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. So
1: then th- that that shows. I mean, yeah. there's ghastly grinner references. I mean, it, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go from this, but at the same time, um, it would have been nice to have seen again Richard Dumont in that role. Obviously, um, Aaron Tager has passed away and we won't get to see him as um Vink anymore, which is a damn shame,
0: yeah.
1: Um and if they recast him, I hope they do an equal amount of um, service to that original character that they did to Sardo. Yeah. But again, I mean, unless they, un, unless Richard Dumont didn't want to do it, unless he maybe was deemed too old, I, I don't know. I, I just, it would have been really nice to have seen him in that. But again, I mean, I loved this first episode. It was scary at times. It was fun. Um, Something they leaned away from in the 2019 reboot was the anthology like nature of the show. And clearly this is like a standalone thing. But I do feel like um, within the 44 minute episode, there was a good like 20 minute segment that was like a cutaway story a la the first seven seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark?
2: Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, uh, totally agree that I think this was a step up from the lat from the 2019 one. Um, I, I, there were like moments where I got twinges of the way I felt when I was watching the original series. Um, and I, I agree. I would have liked to see Richard Dumont in there, but I think this guy did do a pretty good job and i could see how maybe the tone the tone's a little bit different so i could see how this guy um like filled that
1: spot um and i thought he did a pretty good job um i thought he did great i really did yeah. um i just you know I, yeah yeah 30 years after the fact i just like my original sardo yeah for sure
2: um i was just like expecting to hate him and when i didn't i was like okay you know
1: yeah he was tasteful um (laughs) it
2: it was clear that they were trying to do the best job they could um and i think they largely succeeded uh also just to mention the like the monster in this episode i think was great
1: it was scarier than anything that i would recommend for somebody who wasn't already slightly accustomed to horror at that age (laughs) like the shadow man just like it was legit like like that could have been like an r-rated horror monster yeah like it was a scary image
2: yes I i was so happy to see that it was like a really cool like not cheesy monster it
1: was just a surprise not at all not cheesy whatsoever yeah
3: Yeah, he talked about in that interview that they wanted something practical like not effects and they drew like a lot of inspiration from the dead man's float pool monster and uh he said like you know if you can tell it's a person in a suit like that's kind of like a good thing rather than a bad thing
0: yeah
1: it's clearly like a person standing there um like in their own suit but i mean it's it's not over the top cgi um i do see the comparison with the monster from dead man's float but um like it's straight up a scary image for the shadow man and also the way they um use the effect of lights turning on and off to make yeah. the shadow man like increasingly closer to you there's there's a real sense of dread to it and um yeah yeah I enjoyed the 2019 miniseries, but um, there weren't any moments that I would have considered particularly scary. Yeah. This last episode, I mean, there's some younger children I know who I would say, maybe this is a little too scary for them to watch.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, there were moments where I was like uh, a little bit on edge, which <laughs> just, just felt weird. Um, like watching a modern day kids thing and like getting
1: into it that much. Um, well, there's actually like a sense of consequence going yeah, on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it cool. was,
1: it was great. I highly
2: yeah. recommend
3: it. Um, well, cool. Yeah. If, if anybody else has been watching, let us know. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about it once they wrap it up. Um, I look forward to catching up on it. Um, Andrew. What are, I guess we can kind of say, uh, I don't know. What are (laughs) we doing next?
2: (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a versus between me and Max.
3: Oh, yes.
2: We're currently deciding on what that's going to be, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be good. It'll be, we're trying to make it a real even match.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You and Max have never faced off, correct? Correct. Yeah. um so that'll that'll be a fun matchup as we know Max he really digs his heels in I hope you're ready oh I'm he's ready. a tough competitor He <laughs> does not like to lose yeah
1: um I mean I have heard how he um handles I've heard how he debates with his wife so <laughs> if you don't have that familial connection then like you know all the luck to you um
3: yeah that'll be great um yeah the options we're looking at are all fun so um as soon as we decide we'll let you guys know uh in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we're on twitter at boc podcast uh you can vote on our administrative or our cabinet picks um at uh, on our Instagram at um orange couch podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com, find us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, leave a Review. That's all really helpful. And Tim, thank you for being so gracious in like the considerations you took in your picks and spending so much time with us. Yeah.
1: It was a blast for me and um again I apologize about having to delay it a day, but um I was thrilled you guys asked me to be back on. I had a blast too.
2: Yeah, it was a great time um, and we hope you will see all of you next episode.
0: Put up your factory and own the job We got to get over before we go under Time in a joint Oh, Lord not do you know just what I meant we just changing We got a brand new funky
1: Can change the things around here I need to be the
0: governor Mm. I need to be the governor Mm. W-A-R-T Ward Radio Wellsville
3: Yeah Tim are you still there? Tim
1: Uh oh You guys, I'm still here. I just paused oh, okay. my mic so I could go pee real quick. I'm sorry. Okay. Um,
3: okay, well, if you gotta go do your thing, go do your thing. I'm gonna share my... Pee. No, I, I
1: did it while I ran yeah. off. I'm sorry to leave you hanging, but I thought after I said my last bit, I would be able to sneak away for a minute.
0: Um.